Welcome, welcome, welcome to the End Times Continue recording on this Guy Fox Day, the 5th of November. Oh, it is. It is. That's right. I am Dino, and you are. I am Ace. I am Ace. Welcome back, Ace. Um, thank, you, thank you. Yeah, we missed you last week. Yeah, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been out of commission a little bit, just dealing with some uh, uh, mental health stuff. I, I'm not going to get into it too much in this episode, but yeah, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're happy to have you back. Um, I was looking at, this is, okay, I, I'm just, just going to get right into it. I was listening to, uh, Scott did an interview with Connor Freeman. Um. Mm-hmm. With whom he Scott wrote Horton the, for people who should yes, know. Uh, yes, Scott Horton. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, no, no, I'm yeah. being too casual. I just, for, I just wanted to clarify for people who might not know. They should know, but maybe they don't. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was a little too casual anyway. Uh, the, yeah, Scott Horton, uh, interview with Connor Freeman um, that was released in the podcast feed I was listening to the other day. Um, you know, the, this. I, I think that we have done on this show... Uh, me and you, and and also with Lady Jane, have done a pretty good job, sort of talking about the social, cultural sort of implications and and all the stuff that's going on at a very high level. Mm-hmm. But what we haven't done very much of is talk about the on the ground facts of what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. And since Israel actually, it, like you know, has invaded Gaza, sort of in earnest. Um, well, maybe not, maybe not in earnest in the largest sense, right? But they have, uh, and so, so things have gotten much, much worse for the actual Gazans on the ground. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. And. The, the the war party in the United States is um, really, really looking for an end with Iran. Oh, yeah. They really want to be able to go after Iran, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But the number of people who are... It's, it's, it's becoming increasingly difficult, I think, for people to make the argument that everything that Israel's doing here is justified or good. Um, I'm sorry, that, that yeah. notification yeah. probably came through. Let me, I can turn that off. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's not, um, <clears throat> it's not, it's not going well, I think, for people who are on, who want to defend Israel's actions here. It yeah. seems no, it's, me, it's, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. They have to turn themselves, you have to turn yourself into a pretzel, uh, to, like, uh, to attempt to justify any of this, you really uh, it's, do. It's really, and it's it's really just like sickening, like seeing like what I've been seeing, uh, like from the like I, you know, there's always whenever some type of war comes around, um, there's always that moment of wow, that's really disgusting. Uh, the amount of like, uh, you know, water you're carrying for these people. But yes, it's, a, it's like been especially bad. I don't know if maybe I've just like forgotten uh, about how bad like. It, it is, but people have just been like very callous, very sociopathic in how they're treating um, a lot of like their responses to like a lot of like just the stories that come up. And, you know, even um, and I, I think you made this point, like even 
when when it's like you know there's ambiguity about well who who actually did this attack was it was it Hamas or was it Israel and you made the point like it doesn't matter because even if it was Israel they're going to defend them uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter who it was really yeah I, I mean it it doesn't it, not to not to any of these people anyway they're the right right yeah. The the way it the way that they uh, the way that people are bending over backwards to try and justify that, dude. Okay, uh, I guess the first uh, the first sort of big thing a few days ago, and I'll pull up the the story on it here. Uh, here. Um, this was published on the thirty first uh, in Reuters. Israel strikes dense Gaza camp, says it kills Hamas commander. Uh, Israel airstrikes. Israeli airstrikes hit a densely populated refugee camp in the Gaza Strip, Strip on Tuesday, killing at least 50 Palestinians and a Hamas commander. And medics struggled to treat the casualties, even setting up operating rooms in hospital corridors. Israeli tanks have been acting in Gaza for at least four days, following weeks of air bombardments in retaliation for an attack by Palestinian Hamas uh, October 7th. Uh... A Hamas statement said there were 400 dead and injured in Jabalia, which is the uh, the camp that was killed, um, which houses families of refugees from wars with Israel dating back to 1948. Reuters cannot independently verify the reported casualty figures. The blast left large craters in a rubble-filled area surrounded by wrecked concrete buildings. Israel sent repeated warnings to Gaza residents to evacuate northern areas, and while many have gone south, many have not. In Washington, a group of anti-war protesters raised red-stained hands to interrupt a hearing in Congress on providing more aid to Israel. They shouted slogans including "Cease fire now" and "Stop funding genocide." Mm-hmm. So, a a refugee camp, a literal yeah. refugee camp. Yeah. They 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 demolished, bombed, erased a literal refugee camp. Yep. To go after one guy. Do have, yeah. Do you have the audio to see it from that clip from CNN, um, uh, where they're talking to the uh, uh, one of like the, I guess the Israeli generals? Um, the Wolf Blitzer it. audio. Yeah. Wolf Blitzer, yes. Yeah. Yes. You just okay. shared it with okay. me, and and it's and I I was uh, I was actually going to play it, but this is a perfect opportunity to okay. play it. Yeah. Um, we'll go ahead from here, and I'll check volume as well. Yes, I can. We went. We were focused again on our the... target, a senior, senior commander wolf, and we'll be updating uh, you with more data as the hour moves ahead. But even if that uh, Hamas commander was there amidst all those Palestinian refugees who are in that in that Jabalia refugee camp. Israel still went ahead and, and dropped a bomb there, attra- attempting to kill this Hamas, uh, this Hamas, Hamas commander, knowing that a lot of innocent civilians, men, women, and children, presumably would be killed. Is that what I'm hearing? That's not what you're hearing, Wolf. We, again, were focused on this commander. Again, who you'll get more data who this man was. Wait, that's not what he's hearing. He said that's not what you're hearing, Wolf. <laughs> okay, let's continue. It killed many, many Israelis. 
Uh, we're doing everything we can. These are, it's a very complicated battle space. There could be infrastructure there. There could be tunnels there. Uh, we're there still could looking- be. There could be. They're not even saying that there, there is. There could be. No. Theoretically. Even if there was, now even if there was, I, I, I still think this is murder. But he's not even saying there is. He's saying there could be. There absolutely <laughs> could be. There, but there could be. Well, there could, yeah, it, like Dean, if I go and walk uh, and just shoot some guy in the streets, like, hey, he could have been plotting mass murder. He could have been, you I'm know. Gonna, you know what? I'm going to nuke the moon. It could be hollow and full <laughs> of Nazis. Right. <laughs> it could be. I mean, it, it could be. It, it makes yeah. perfect sense that, that it could be, maybe. Yeah, it could have been. Ugh. Jesus. Okay, let's continue. Looking into it, and we'll give you more data as the hour moves ahead. But you know that there are a lot of refugees, a lot of innocent civilians, men, women, and children in that refugee camp as well, right? This is the tragedy of war, Wolf. I mean, we... As you know, we've been saying for days, move south. Civilians are not involved with Hamas. Please move south. Yeah, uh, I'm just uh, trying to get a little we, bit more information. Uh, you knew there were civilians there. You knew there were refugees, all sorts of refugees. But you decided to still drop a bomb on that refugee camp attempting to kill the Hamas commander. By the way, was he killed? I can't confirm yet. There'll be more uh, updated. He, yes, we know that he was killed. Um about the civilians there, we're doing everything we can to minimize. Uh, I'll tell it, I'll say it again. Sadly, they are hiding themselves within civilian population. And again, we are doing this stage by stage, and we're going to go after every one of these terrorists who was involved in that heinous attack on the 7th of October. Wolf. Pause it. I, um, yes. I, I, I That's pretty much the end of the clip anyway. Okay. When you when someone says we're doing everything we can to minimize civilian casualties, I usually don't consider uh, dropping a bomb on them to be doing everything we can. to No, no, I would think. Well, here's the thing. What you have to understand about it. Uh Here's what you have to understand about it. They're dropping a bomb. They were dropping a bomb on a guy. Oh, right. And yeah, yeah. Just the one guy. They dropped the bomb just, just on him. Yeah. I'm trying to verify that it was just one bomb that they dropped on one guy, just to make sure, because, like, that uh-huh. would be... Because, you know, that's totally forgivable if that's what they did, right? Totally for Oh, no, it turns right. out it was a shitload of bombs that they dropped on a shitload oh. of guys. Oh, Because okay. one guy might have been there, maybe in a tunnel. Right. It's like, you know, if a terrorist is hiding out at, at a wedding, you know, what are you going to do? You know, you got to drop the bomb. Obviously, oh, you got to right? bomb the wedding. Yeah. Hey, make sure you yeah. get the flower and, and girl, you, too. Yeah. And when you kill some, uh, you know, uh, some American citizen's child, uh, you know, without due process, uh, oh. you just say, well, he should have had a better father. Well, right? at least he like, wasn't a 16 year old boy. Oh, wait, he right. was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oops. Oops. Yeah. Well, whoopsies. <laughs> I am so fucking done with these. You know, what's interesting about this is that Wolf is aghast at this. And Wolf Blitzer yeah. got his start as a as a spokeshole for Israel. Yeah. yeah. How bad does it have to be for Wolf Blitzer to be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, right. How, 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 what does it take to surprise Wolf Blitzer into being like, what the fuck did you do? 
Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. It, it is well, totally. But, but, but Dean, it, it's just like the tragedy of war, right? It's just like, oh, well, you know, this is just what happens. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's like, no, Dean, it's not mass rape. It's right of conquest. Oh, exactly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's such... Oh, I'm so sick of these people. It's I'm the worst. So... They're the fucking worst people. There was a. Uh, this was a. I don't know. I don't know why I still have this responsible statecraft piece open. I'm sorry. Uh, I lost my my place here. Um, the, the they've bombed schools, hospitals. I saw earlier that they just bombed another hospital. Um, and this isn't like this. This isn't like the the rocket that Hamas uh, was firing, and it like it basically burnt up and then landed in a hospital parking lot, mm-hmm. right? And they made a big deal out of Hamas was like, "Oh, it was so bad, so terrible," and all that stuff. That's this isn't that. This mm-hmm. is legitimately Israel is bombing hospitals and schools, apartment yes. buildings. There were people yeah. who there were there were people who. There were entire families that were wiped out in that bombing of that refugee camp. Yeah. Just whole bloodlines that are wiped off the face of the earth. Because of, of that. Israel did that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, it seems like there's a, a strong contingent of people. Uh, I don't have numbers, so I'm not going to like delve into numbers. Uh, but uh, there's... It, at least in my echo chamber online, the people who are at least come across my feed, I should say, um, not echo chamber, but the people who come across my feed in the algorithm, uh, a, what seems like a large amount of people seemingly just do not care about Palestinian lives whatsoever at all. No, like they, they're literally just numbers. No, they don't. Uh, they don't give at, a at fuck. Best. They're literally numbers at best. At worst, well, they're obviously uh, radical Islamic terrorists, and obviously, well, you know, I- I've even seen people saying, well, huh, you know, uh, all these children who died, they would have grown up to be terrorists anyway, so, you know, who cares, basically, is, is right. kind of like the narrative I've seen. Yes, uh, I've seen a lot which, of that, and and in fact, I mean, it, we'll, we'll get into that some more. We'll get into okay, that some yeah. more when we talk about the I, fucking I don't want to derail evil. No, you're yeah. fine. You're fine. But we'll, we, that will that will become very relevant here in a okay. little bit when we talk about the evil fucking ghoul that is Lindsey Graham. Oh, yeah. When we talk about that <laughs> utter piece of shit, that absolute fucking yeah. asshole. When we talk about him, yeah. will, will, that'll come up. Oh, will it come up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At least, and this was reported uh, in Al Jazeera on the 4th, at least, and this was at um, literally midnight, Al Jazeera reported that uh, at least 9,227 Palestinians mm-hmm. have been killed in Israeli attacks on Gaza since October 7th. More than 1,400 people have been killed in Israel. Now, that's a, that's a, that's a, pretty, that's a major death toll, 1,400 people. Yeah. And and I I don't understand this either. The number of people who I I can't I I don't understand why people feel the need to try and weigh lives. I hate that. Yeah, I hate it so much. Um it's just like uh you know, you don't need to like 
diminish some some other suffering in order to talk about you know uh well an, another party's suffering or something like that you know you don't need to diminish it you don't uh, yes it's, just, it's very uh very callous it is i, I mean it's there's there's no reason to say i mean look the there's a number of people that that are just that are still to this day even celebrating deaths of people in Israel as a result of of this conflict and as a result of what mm-hmm. happened on October seventh, and I'm just I'm that to me is is just as evil. It's the same thing. Yeah, um, it's like you're it's the it's the evil for the same reason. It's like you're celebrating the deaths of innocent people. Yes, exactly. Um. The, the 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 United States is kind of pushing Israel to to try and and they're not using the word ceasefire. They're saying a pause. They're saying they want to pause. Um, the the Biden administration supposedly is asking Israel to please stop bombing things because um, you have a, a humanitarian crisis on the ground. You're only making it worse. And this basically, it seems to me like like sort of hitting them like nudging them with the elbow and saying this looks really fucking bad for you right yeah it's all the optics for them right like if if it wasn't being reported if all these civilian casualties were not being reported on i don't think that the u.s would be calling for a ceasefire no. I, I think they're just uh, concerned about optics no absolutely not and it is a bad it's a very bad look uh in part of the same this is this was a live page that al jazeera was running for a while so there's not like individual story links but i will put a link to this live page in the in the show notes um uh you know what i forgot the other day i forgot what i was supposed to put in the show notes and so i'm going to take a little note (laughs) of of what i said i'm going to put in the show notes live page show notes Okay. Um yeah, I'll provide a link to this. But they the the UN Secretary General um released a statement says I'm horrified by the reported attack in Gaza on an ambulance convoy outside Al Shifa Hospital. Uh the images of bodies strewn on the street outside the hospital are harrowing. UN Secretary like the United Nations is not happy with what's happening here. Mhm. At all. And the and, and you know nobody gives a shit what the United Nations thinks, but as a as a sort of barometer for the optics of the situation, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people who like were not really interested in like the uh, like Israeli Palestine uh, conflict at all. Uh, really kind of have like some of them like really had like a wake up moment like oh this is really bad like people who would have probably been more sympathetic to Israel uh, in general uh, have been like this is awful uh, this is like really really bad so uh, it's been interesting to see that the optics are not um, going in the direction I think Israel thought they would go in I think Israel I think that what's happening is the the, uh, the Likud in particular the 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 right wing government the 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 right wing po- politicians and and political party in Israel I think they are learning that you can't really hide behind Nazi Holocaust Nazi Holocaust Nazi Holocaust <laughs> yeah. anymore right nobody really buys it you've had you, you've you've effectively had this country since 1948 mm-hmm. you've You've actively become more and more aggressive in the West Bank, and you're you're sort of proving that you're not the righteous actor here. 
And it's also one of the most disgusting things to use to invoke the Holocaust to justify killing innocent people. Oh, yeah. Uh, to justify you know, well, doing a Holocaust. Yeah. Well, well, to that yeah, point, you know, uh, there was a, uh, I, uh, I found, okay, this is from the Times of Israel. Um, also published on the 31st of October. Intelligence Ministry concept paper proposes transferring Gazans to Egypt's Sinai. Israel acknowledged Monday that one of its ministries drafted a wartime proposal to transfer the Gaza Strip's 2.3 million people to Egypt's Sinai Peninsula, drawing condemnation from the Palestinians and worsening tensions with Cairo. Prime Minister Benjamin Yahoo's office played down the report compiled by the Intelligence Ministry as a hypothetical exercise, a concept paper, in quotes. Uh, but its conclusions deepened long-standing Egyptian fears that Israel wants to make Gaza into Egypt's problem and revived uh, Palestinian memories of their greatest trauma, the uprooting of hundreds of thousands of people who, f- who fled or were forced from their homes during the fighting surrounding Israel's creation in 1948. That's the Nakba, by the way. That's what that's called. Um, yeah. We were against, uh, quote, we are against transfer to any place in any form. We considered a red line that we will not allow to be crossed. Uh, Nabil Abu uh, Rud- uh, Rudeneh? Uh, spokesman for Palestinian Authority, President uh, Mahmoud Abbas, said of the report, quote, what happened in 1948 will not be allowed to happen again. Uh, a mass display- displacement, Rodena said, uh, would be tantamount to declaring a new war. Um, here's, do you know what it is called when you take a region of the world and you attempt to um, cleanse an ethnicity from that region of the world? Uh, yeah, it's like you're, you're, you know, cleaning, uh, something like that. You know, you're cleaning, uh, ethnically or something. Yeah. Something to that effect. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. The fucking, I I keep being reminded of that fucking moron who told me I was using newfangled jargon or whatever when I said that Israel is, intends to ethnically cleanse Palestine of Palestinians. I I, honestly, I just want to say something about that for a moment. I can have no patience for people who are like see some like moral atrocity and then begin to like quibble with language used. Uh, Especially like, when uh, I was using the right language. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. I, I I mean like in a semantic sense, not yeah, in like sure. a factual sense. Right. Where it's like, okay, we both see that these people are being kicked out of their homes, off of the land that they were on. And you're quibbling about whether he's using the right term when you were. <laughs> it's like, the okay, okay, what do you think? What does this person think about, you know, kicking these people off their land? Uh, yeah. That is the real point. And it's like, uh, nothing. You'd rather quibble with, like, the language yeah. you're using. He Absolutely. said, he said yeah. stop saying genocide. I said, I'm not saying genocide. I'm saying ethnically cleanse. I don't think they're going to put them all. I don't think they're going to, they're going to uh, round them up and start shooting them into a trench. I don't think they're going to do that. But I think they are trying to ethnically cleanse the area. I think this is an ethnic cleansing. And, and he was like, you're just using some new definition of genocide. What the fuck are you talking about? Ugh. Anyway, yeah, the, so, so this, is, this is a policy paper from inside of Israel. We know, here's the thing, this kind of thing gets written up all the time inside of governments when governments run these little think tanks inside of themselves. Um, these mm-hmm. kinds of papers and stuff get written up all the time, but what, what is, hmm, it's scary when that kind of thing comes out of Israel. First of all, because I think it does represent the position of Netanyahu and the Likud. Um, yeah. I also think that 
policy papers as far as, you know, what Israel's going to do and stuff. I mean, all of this, if you've been listening to Scott Horton for the last little bit, um, you know that all of this goes back to the clean break, which was a policy paper. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's, it's not like, oh, it's just a policy paper. It's like all of U.S. foreign mm-hmm. policy has been based on one policy paper for like the last 30 right. years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in any case, I, 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 this is, this is an ethnic cleansing. This isn't, they intend to, and this is one of the things too, that I'm, that I'm looking at is they, they basically, they, they told everybody go South, go South of this. Uh, there was a, there's a riverbed there, um, that cuts it bisects Gaza almost perfectly. And they said, go South of that, go South. And, um, the, I, I think that what they're doing is basically they're like, they're going to redraw Gaza. If if yes. this yeah. conflict stops and there's still a Gaza Strip, it's gonna only be what's south of that riverbed. The the north is gonna be Israel now. They're they're redrawing the map. Right. It's like what a convenient excuse to claim more territory. Exactly. Right? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, they can they can chop off half of Gaza right now today. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they fully intend to. I, oh, yes. I, I Yeah. And, and, you know, for people who might accuse this of being like conspiratorial, whether that this was like their intent from the start really doesn't matter. The point is, I feel like they will use this as a way to get what they wanted uh, previously, but might not have had the political capital to do so. That is exactly um, right. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Flip it, reverse it, make it your make it your advantage. Yeah. That's what that's what this whole thing has been. That's why. Look, you want to talk about fucking conspiracy theories, dude? I am of the mind that Netanyahu fucking allowed that attack on the seventh to happen. Hmm. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you know, I mean, like uh, political leaders have done this in the past. Yes. Uh, nothing gets people riled up like having a good enemy. Um, and nothing galvanizes uh, a population that is currently protesting your government and a court that's trying to throw you in prison. Right, exactly. See, uh, uh, when if you're like a state leader, you love war. It's great. It takes all the heat off of you uh, in particular. Like, sure, sure there's, there'll be some people that will be like, you know, criticizing you for some action you made and maybe innocent people in your country died because of that. But in general, they're not going to critique you too much because you have to lead the country to, uh, to you know, for, to, to fight these evil people. Yes. Obviously. So, you know, the, the, there's some criticisms, of course, but like most people uh, default to to, well, we have to support our leader in this time of war, right? Yes, and what's very interesting is that uh, it's not working in Israel. Netanyahu's Netanyahu's numbers are tanking. People don't like him. And and one of the reasons that that's happening is because people's position, there were people in the IDF, this was something that recently came up on another Scott interview very recently with, um, uh, I cannot remember his name, he was the guy who wrote, uh, here, I can pull it up right now, uh, Maron Rapoport. He was on. He was being interviewed by Scott very recently, and he basically said, "I've heard from IDF guys. They're talking about as soon as the war is over, they're going to turn around and march on Jerusalem and get Netanyahu the fuck out of out of power." <laughs> like, like that's that's the sort of sentiment, and and his popularity numbers are tanking. And I think there's a there's a strain of thought among the population in Israel that it's like, why did this happen at all? How did right. how did King Bibi let this fucking happen? Um, at the very mm-hmm. least, at the very least, it's sort of a 
he must be incompetent sort of position that that people have taken and i would not be surprised if there is a almost like epstein didn't kill himself if there's an undercurrent in the population of he fucking let it happen you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised i don't have anything to back that up but i do know that the general sentiment and the reason for his falling popularity is that he must be at least officially and 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 the way it's being described in most places is he must be incompetent if he let this happen mm-hmm. if this was if this was able to happen at all he must be incompetent mhm right um and, and of course on on his side for plausible deniability he can obviously say well we didn't have intelligence on these Hamas agents because they were obviously so well advanced and that's that that that, that heightens the level of uh, danger and threat that they are yes um, the, the fear so that, yeah exactly uh uh it's crazy what what you can uh, get done actually politically most of the time when you uh uh when there's some terrorist attack it's crazy how how that benefits the 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 state that um suffered the terror attack um crazy how that happens yeah exactly um so i'm i i any in any case there's there's not popular support for netanyahu um well, that's good. <laughs> that's, yes. That's one good thing. I, I do think it's good. I mean, uh, Rappaport seems to think that the populations become more moderate, um, at least as a baseline of, of political thought. Right now, they're war mad and, and they want revenge and all other stuff. But that's just like the United States um, after 9-11. Yeah. I, I, I see that as being, you know, part and parcel to the not letting a good crisis go to waste. So your people are angry. They want revenge. You have a blank check to fight a war. Um, yeah. And so I, 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 that's not surprising to me, but Rappaport's position seems to be that people are actually, as a baseline, more politically moderate than they used to be. Um, mm-hmm. And so that there's, if, if Netanyahu loses his mandate to lead, which it seems he has, um, he'll be replaced by somebody who has a more moderate position. That's Rappaport's mm-hmm. sort of understanding of the matter. It's, it's political crystal ball gazing, which is always wrong. Mm-hmm. But... Um, that's that's the way he sees it, <clears throat> which is also heartening. Um, you get a guy in there who's willing to talk to a boss. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that could really change the shape of things. Yeah. I mean, that would be the best case scenario, practically, um, going forward. Yes, absolutely. It would be so. Um, there are good God. There's uh, the United States. Uh, let's return to this. The United States. Um, is is asking Israel for a pause. They're not using the word ceasefire. I haven't seen it really reported anywhere that they're saying ceasefire. They're saying pause um, in the fighting so that they can, you know, maybe handle some of the uh, some of the uh, <laughs> humanitarian stuff that's going on on the ground. Um, <laughs> Lindsey Graham. Uh, this was also published on the thirty first. Lindsey Graham what, went on CNN to talk about. Um, what's going on in Gaza and U.S. support for it and, and the humanitarian issues. And let's see what he has to say about it. I have a clip here. It's about two and a half minutes long. I have a second one that's much, much longer uh, that we'll be able to sort of pause and talk. Through. We can do that here, too. Um, let me uh, let me get the audio going correctly. Here we go. All right. You see why a lot of people, especially all these decades after that, would say we have other options here. I mean, this is not a time where our only weapons are dropping nuclear bombs. There's precision weaponry. There's intelligence. We have so much more information. I, I don't know uh, why. So I, I guess what I'm wondering. 
Okay, before she actually gets to her question, I want to I want to stop this fucking myth. Mm-hmm. I want to address it. There is no such thing as a precision bomb. Right. It's it kind of yeah, exactly. It go- <laughs> Yeah. The 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 United States drone surgical drone strikes and things like that is surgical it's a lie. Drones. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you're blowing up whole neighborhoods. There's no there's no such thing as a precision right. bombing. It just doesn't happen. You you can precisely right. you can kill one guy with one bullet. That's right. as precision as war gets. If you want to talk about precision in terms of like if you just want to expand the definition of precision, then sure that makes sense, but you're kind of going against what we meant by precision in the first place. Yeah, uh, when we talked about precision, so it's just well, like, it's, yeah. I mean, it's contrary to the meaning of the word. It's double speak, right? It's it's yeah. like it's it's oh, this was a precision strike. Well, then why did ten kids die? Right. Like, how precise was it really? Well, it was precisely this blast radius. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is if, if that's your definition, then you can define anything as precise. If you just say uh, the radius of the blast radius is what I define as precise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. Well, you know, the 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 in World War Two, the United States dropped a couple of precision bombs, and they took out uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki precisely. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess if, if your definition of pre- precision is just the it. The blast radius was what we expected the blast radius yeah, to exactly. be. Exactly. We did just, the math right. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, that that's just, you can define any bomb as long as you correctly understand the radius. That's precision. It's, yes. uh, it's, it's, it's meaningless. Exactly. So that's a that's such a myth that people have bought into, especially the media. They describe things as precision strikes and stuff like that. But these are these but are they, bombs. They, they could have killed more with more like fat bombs. You know, if they had fatter bombs, they could have killed more. So any bomb that's not a fat bomb is a precision bomb. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> any bomb that doesn't wipe out the entire city is a precision is a precision yeah. strike. Right. Exactly. Yeah, relatively speaking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she gets to her question now. Is, in 2023, mm-hmm. when militaries as advanced as Israel's and mm-hmm. as the United States have choices, is it acceptable to drop bombs on a densely populated civilian area where there are refugees, where people are living, where there are children? Yeah, well, in 2023, who would imagine that someone who survived the Holocaust... Uh, in the in World War II, uh, would be killed by Islamic terrorist in Israel in later in life. In 2023, could anybody imagine a group of people would come into Israel and slaughter families, rape children in front of the parents, burn babies alive, put a baby in the oven? Can you imagine that? I can't imagine that. Here's what I imagine: the destruction of Hamas is non-negotiable. I hate the loss of innocent lives. The day after Hamas is destroyed, I hope we have a better life for the Palestinian people. But I'm not blaming Israel. Yeah, the ones that are left. Yeah. Fucking piece of shit. I'm sorry. I'm blaming Hamas. I'm not blaming Israel at all. I know they're trying to limit civilian casualties, and I know Hamas is trying to increase civilian casualties. Is there a threshold for you? What does it mean when people say we're trying to limit civilian casualties? This is kind of like the precision bomb thing, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, so if you're if you're telling me that you don't plan to murder every single civilian, you're you're technically limiting civilian deaths, right? You're trying to limit civilian deaths if you leave just one. If you leave just one alive, you're 
technically within the bounds of limiting civilian deaths. Yeah. But you're not – nothing uh, says limiting civilian deaths like dropping multiple bombs on uh, densely populated civilian areas. Yes, uh, exactly. Like, well, no, you, you have just, to understand – they're limiting yeah. civilian deaths, right, by dropping those bombs on that refugee camp. They're limiting right. civilian deaths, you understand, because they didn't just nuke all of Gaza. Right, exactly. It, it's, it's like the Hiroshima thing, right? It, well, the land invasion w- could have killed more people. So therefore, they limited civilian casualties by exactly. not murdering. So it's like, I did not murder 50 people. I murdered 49. I limited civilian <laughs> casualties. <laughs> so that means, Your Honor, I'm not guilty. <laughs> Jeez. I, I, yeah, I, I definitely did. Look, if I'm, I'm like a slumlord, right? I burned down an apartment building yeah. full of people, but uh-huh. I told little Timmy yeah. to leave. Before I burned right. down you his house. civilian casualties. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You're a hero. Yeah, you should be given a medal. <laughs> Fucking insane. Um, yeah. uh, she asked another question here. Increase civilian casualties. Is there a threshold for you, and do you think there should be one for the United States government, at which the U.S. would say, let, let's hold off for a second in terms of civilian casualties. Uh, is, there, I, is there a point at no, which no. you would start to question no, the I, If somebody asked us after World War II, is there a limit what you would do to make sure that Japan and Germany don't conquer the world? Is there any limit what Israel should do to the people who are trying to slaughter the Jews? The answer is no. There is no limit. But here's what you need to do. Be smart. Let's try to limit civilian casualties the best we can. Let's put humanitarian aid in areas that protect the innocent. I'm all for that. But this idea that Israel has to apologize for attacking Hamas, who's embedded with their own population, needs to stop. The goal is to destroy Hamas. Hamas is creating these casualties, not Israel. I don't think anyone's asking. Some people may be asking Israel to apologize, but that's not what I'm asking about. I think the question here is about how how they carry out how they carry out the war. And there there are choices here. But but you mentioned uh, and the Israelis have described it this way. They want to eradicate Hamas. And I think most people agree that that is a reasonable goal. However, how long? Do you think that that will take? How long? I don't know. Here's is what it, I is think. Is it reasonable for that? I think we ought to be focusing on the day after Hamas is destroyed, as well as destroying them. Yeah, that's the clip. Look, I am not threatening Lindsey Graham. I'm not calling for anyone to do violence on Lindsey Graham. I just think it would be great if he threw himself off a bridge. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Lindsey Graham should find a very tall building and trip off it. I I, I think about that a lot at night. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, he uh, just, how many civilians have to die before you say enough is enough and and maybe this war should be conducted at least conducted differently? His answer, uh-huh. all of them. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. All of them. And then, yeah. in the very next yeah. breath, he says, "We need to limit civilian casualties." You don't believe oh, that? And, and yeah, and the, oh, the humanitarian aid, which yes, you know uh, that you know seemingly, you know, you could say just from a, a general sense, 
that is better than not having the the, the aid there. But sure, but it doesn't make it any better. It's like, oh no, I I just like uh, you know uh, shot you with a fifty caliber uh, sniper bullet. And I'm going to put a Band-Aid on you now. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, just, what does he want? The UN to roll in and build another hospital for Israel bomb? Right, yeah. What the fuck <laughs> do you mean, humanitarian? What the fuck do you mean by that? It's, it's doublespeak, man. It's like humanitarian aid while the bombs are dropping. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, he, and he's talking... Uh, that answer to that question just blew my fucking mind. How many yeah, people have like, to die before you say this should be done differently? At the very least, that this war should be prosecuted differently. And his position, yeah. all of them. There's no yeah, limit. There's yeah. no cap. There's no upper bound on how many right. people I'm willing to well, sacrifice to uh, accomplish the goal of defeating an organization that was kept in power by Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah and he even invoked the Holocaust in the beginning of this. Uh, yes. Uh, in the beginning of the clip, just like yeah, just throwing it in there. Who no would have thought reason. that a Holocaust survivor would would be killed in an attack by Hamas? Literally, anyone could have thought that. What the fuck are you talking about, Lindsay? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Israel's got a ton of Holocaust survivors in it, and Hamas likes to attack them. Anyone right. could have imagined all, that situation. You dumb. Yeah, it's it's. Like it's it's not good, but it's not unexpected. Like he was trying to frame it as, right. you know, it's not like like the whole the whole idea is that well, Israel is under threat from all these terrorist groups in the Middle East. That's something that's a talking point that he often cites. So the fact that this would be unexpected is just insane. Yeah, imagine <laughs> my shock. Terrorists did a yeah, terrorism. Yeah. Wow. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I. I um, it, it's the whole like his whole like well you know yeah bomb them and then give them humanitarian aid it's the whole like well we re- helped rebuild Japan and Germany after World War II aren't yeah. we great people uh, you know and, <laughs> yeah. um, the royal we uh, but you know like um, it's it's one of those where it's like oh yeah like yeah sure obviously uh, you know uh, I guess you could say that's better than just leaving them uh, in in rubble, but it's it's not it's not the case that well that therefore it's okay you know our, our you know me destroying your house is fine Dean because I I helped you rebuild it a little bit yeah you know yeah uh, it's, you, it's you like, helped no, build me a no. shittier one right exactly after you killed yeah. half my family thanks yeah thanks yeah. for that I, I just um, I, I don't and, I and don't now you're on the petrodollar yeah, yeah exactly yeah and you also <laughs> yes you made me wholly dependent on the American economy beautiful thank you yeah um and won't let me have a military <laughs> and instead yeah. you have fucking marine bases all over my goddamn island and your marines keep going off the base and getting drunk and raping Jap- Japanese girls yeah that's fucking yeah. great we love it here um <laughs> ugh, I just ugh. The, 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 yeah. this this whole thing dude. I do not understand the callousness of this. I really don't. This is the this is a level of inhumane. Um, I, I know I sound like a fucking bleeding heart, but this is goddamn. No, it's cynical boring. and evil, dude. Like yeah. in a word, no. you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, I go. I. I can't claim to understand like the psychology of people who who claim to or who who justify this or try to justify this. Um, I've always read it though from my own like um, anecdotal experience. I've always read this type of um, way of thinking as almost reverse reasoning, where you like they 
they have to they have to believe this. It's a, it's a necessary belief for them that um, it is actually not Israel's fault. And they have to believe this because if they didn't believe this, then they would have to confront the fact that they're advocating for evil behavior. Yes. Um, yeah. And that they're supporting the case. They're supporting that, the bad guys. Right. It has to be the case that it's Hamas. All these deaths are on Hamas because if it weren't, then the very ad- policies that they'd be advocating for would be uh, causing uh, like unjustified killing upon people, which obviously they don't want to view as a thing that's happening for them. So it, it very much seems like it's it's one of these beliefs where they have to believe it because if they didn't, things would be very bad for them uh, internally. Yes. Um, uh, but honestly, I'm not getting so I, I think that might be the case. With a lot of people. I'm not giving Lindsey Graham the benefit of that doubt. I just think he's an evil bastard. Oh, yeah. No, he's just a scumbag. But like for the yeah. average person walking around, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Lindsey Graham himself is a fucking sociopath and an asshole and a piece of shit. And I'm oh, yes. sure he doesn't care how evil his actions are. Um, right. And, and again, I, me describing that is a possible reason why their you know, mental state is like that or how they can justify it. That's not actually a, I'm not making a justification for them. In no, any way, it's, 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 an ex, okay it's an explanation. It's not an excuse. Explanation. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and these things should be understood. I think it's important to understand these things because mm-hmm. how are you supposed to how are you supposed to respond if you don't understand? It's like, right. It's like if, if you're, uh, you know. Um, like, let's say a family member of yours who's like, who is like, uh, let's say like you're all an extended family living under the same house and one of your family members goes over to your neighbor and punches them. And in retaliation, your neighbor goes and burns down your house down with your family inside. It's yes. Like, well, your, your family member started it. He threw the first punch. So everything afterwards is justified. Must <laughs> it's be. like, no, that's not how that works. Exactly. Well, this is the other thing, too, and this is one of the things that uh, – Lindsey Graham was also on Fox News the other day, and he said that if, if Gaza doesn't look like Dresden or Tokyo by the time this is over, then Israel hasn't done their job. Oh, yeah, wonderful, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Again, uh, find the t- – I, I, I think it'd be great if he found the tallest building and uh, jumped off. Uh, yes. Sky base, free base, right yes. off the top of the building. Yes, yeah. Uh, some, some go go. Yes, that is a that is actually a great suggestion for Lindsey Graham. There's a wonderful there's some wonderful yeah. opportunities to find some bridges you can bungee jump off of. He can go do yes. that without a bungee cord. Right, exactly. That would be wonderful. I think it'd be a great time for him. I think he would really enjoy it. And then, uh, you know, he can be looking up from neocon heaven. Um, yeah, with with, <laughs> with his buddy John McCain. Yes, yeah, exactly. The, uh, I I believe in friendship. I want them reunited. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you're right. He, he would probably like to go visit his friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he also went on with uh, Senator Blumenthal uh, the other day. This was published, I believe this was published today, actually. Um, and, and he went on with, uh, or not, it wouldn't have been today, would it have? Today's Sunday. I don't know. Um, but he went on CNN again with Senator Blumenthal, and this was, this was what he had to say. Now to talk about the latest in Israel is Republican Senator Lindsey Graham and Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal. They have traveled extensively internationally together, including to Israel after the October 7th attacks. Thank you both for being here. Senator Graham, I'll start with you. 
Uh, the Biden administration is warning yeah. Israel that failing to limit civilian casualties and address the humanitarian crisis <clears throat> in Gaza risks eroding global support, including in the U.S. You've said there should be no limit to what Israel can do to take out Hamas. But is the administration right that Israel needs to do more to protect civilians in Gaza? Well, I think Israel is committed to following the law of armed conflict. One thing I want to say for sure is Israel's not engaged in genocide. And then another thing we need to deal with is... Sounds like something who's defending a nation engaged in genocide would say. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. They're not doing a genocide. I just want to say that right up top. They're yeah. not doing a genocide. I just want to say my hand is not in the cookie jar right now. Yeah. Grabbing a chip <laughs> on the bottom of the jar. Exactly. Armed conflict. One thing I want to say for sure is Israel's not engaged in genocide. And then another thing we need to deal with is the whitewashing of the status of people in Gaza. Uh, okay. Whitewashing. Oh, are, you, are you fucking ready for this, dude? Fucking sit down. If you're not sitting oh, down, boy. hold on to the fucking oh, armrest on your goddamn chair. Okay. Whatever right. it is you got to do, yeah. get ready for this shit, dude. Okay. I'm sure there are plenty of people who would love to be free from uh, Hamas, but the most radicalized people on the planet live in the Gaza Strip. They've been taught since birth. Uh, to kill and hate the Jews. How do you teach math in Gaza? If you had 10 Jews and you kill six, how many would be left? That's been in their school system. So I'm all for providing humanitarian aid in a fashion that doesn't help Hamas. I'm all for Israel having the time and space to destroy Hamas. I'm all for a new governing regime over the Palestinian people when this is over. And I'm all for Israel and Saudi Arabia reconciling. That's sort of where I'm at. The entire fucking population, dude. Yeah. Just kill them all, yeah, man. That's, they, they, that's they've, the been, they've been taught bad things. Just fucking wipe them out. Right. That's the implication of a statement is that, well, uh, you know, he left it open-ended. That how he was, you know, well, what do you do about that? And right. then Well, what do you do about that? Well, you let Israel conflict. kill him. You let Israel push right. him into the sea or push him into fucking Sinai. That's what you do. Right. You let Israel fucking, yeah. you let Israel blow their houses up until they fucking leave. That's what you do. That's what you right, do about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> geez, man. Oh, isn't that <laughs> wild? Yeah, no, it is at, like that is laying the groundwork again. These type, those types of statements are always used to lay the groundwork to justify mass atrocities against civilian populations. 100%. And because that way they can say, well, look, they were radicalized against us. So obviously, you know, if if little Timmy over there wasn't a terrorist uh, now, he was going to be. So obviously we just, you know, uh, stopped the threat before it happened. Yeah. Uh, That's that's their excuse. That is that is what they like, uh, how they they said the same thing about about Germany. They they, right. they they said yeah. the same thing to justify firebombing Dresden. They said the same thing to yeah. justify all the civilian casualties uh, as a result of Allied actions during World War II. They said the same thing yeah. about Japan. They say the exact same thing yeah. about Japan when they talk about yes. nuking Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That these are people who will they'll 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 give their children a sharp stick and send them after you know whatever. Like that's it's the isn't same it rhetoric every goddamn time. Yeah, and isn't it interesting 
that his argument for why uh, the population, uh, you know, uh, the you know Gaza should be just be bombed essentially, um, is that well, um, the see the Gazans they believe they have this uh, collectivist view of the Jews in a negative light, a negative collectivist uh, view of Jews. Yeah, and he's proposing a co- negative collectivist interpretation of uh, the Palestinians. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Yeah, uh, he's doing... <laughs> yeah, it's incredible how the great evil supposedly committed in Palestine of radicalizing people against the Jews is uh, is the exact same thing you're doing, right? But with yeah. Palestinians, and also look, I, I'm uh, look, I, I'm sure, I, I'm sure that there are uh, like people in Gaza who do like hate people who might hate people who are jewish right because i know i'm i'm well aware of people uh that are like just default to collectivist mindsets so i'm not I, i'm not saying that's not true um uh, but that doesn't justify killing mm-hmm. them no. in the same way that a lot of americans have a very negative uh collectivist view against like um muslim populations for example you know what, um, i mean this is the thing this is where this is why i fucking hate this line of reasoning you know what was in my my fucking school coming up i've told <laughs> the story a million goddamn times yeah you know what yeah. was in my fucking school coming up i was walked mm. from the middle school i was walked over to the high school to sit in a big auditorium with a bunch of high school kids and a bunch of other fucking fifth graders and we were sitting there and we watched the video of shock and awe set to let the, the, the bodies by drowning pool let the bodies hit the floor and we sat there and we right. watched this video of this bombing campaign in iraq in 2003, yeah. 2004, I can't remember the exact year. That was th- right. that's what was in my fucking school growing up. So if you're, if yeah. if what we're talking about is these people who are if if, we're, if what we're saying is that anyone who's been radicalized or otherwise propagandized by some ruling power in their area yeah. in their school systems, every fucking American deserves to die. Every goddamn one. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And also, oh my god. Did you see the, the man? Um, is there like a, a person who is like, why well, I'm this is a rhetorical question and it's not necessary. There are more people who are more scummy, but uh, Dave Rubin, have you seen the whole thing with Dave Rubin? On oh, this, God. On yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Oh, man. That run, is. Run it down just, real quick. What did he say? And, well, um, so for people who don't know, like, I've never been a huge fan of Dave Rubin. Uh, he was more tolerable years ago, but, uh, he's especially bad on this issue. Yes. Um, but his argument, basically, you know, he, he's, there's, uh, his argument, um, uh, one of these, like, so a lot of leftist causes, a lot of leftist groups have been, uh, you know, supporting, like, uh, uh, the Gazan people, but like, uh, Pal- Palestinians in general. Oh, yeah. And one uh, of them, college one kids of them was, love like, the free years. Palestine thing and all that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like like uh, uh, queers for Palestine or whatever and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, his, but his argument was essentially that you know, um, and Dave Rubin's gay, but it, the the point is that Dave Rubin's like, well, you know, uh, they hate people like me, and he was using this as an in a way to t- kind of say, well, see, uh, uh, why would you support these people's lives when they they you know disagree, they they you know hate your lifestyle or whatever, they, you know, or whatever. Um, and it's like, look, the vast majority of the American population uh, would despise me for my political beliefs, like my oh, yeah. genuine political beliefs. The vast majority of conservatives and liberals would hate me. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that they don't have a right to life. That doesn't mean that their lives are meaningless. That doesn't mean that you kill those people in, um, without justified reason. 
Uh, so uh, this whole like, oh, well, you know, th- these people aren't, you know, Westerners or something or something like that. It really is just like a Western like uh, says like um, uh, just a, a Western centric mindset. Yeah. Where it's like, well, these people obviously don't uh, have classic liberal values. Um, so therefore, uh, I, I guess it's just OK because we need to spread uh, liberal democracy all throughout the land. And look, look, I think look, uh, me personally, right, uh, culturally, I think it would be better if like more people were more culturally liberal in the classic sense. Yeah, that if doesn't less people, if less people them. wanted to kill other people just because of like yes. how they live. Uh, yeah, the world would be yeah. a better place. Yeah, that doesn't. And, and of course, that doesn't don't believe that right now just deserve to die uh in hellfire right uh, by bombings <laughs> so well, it's the, the same logic is- i mean we've said this with blowback before it's the same logic yeah. reversed all dave rubin is doing is saying because of their beliefs because of the life they live i believe yes. they deserve to die yeah and they're yeah exactly <laughs> It's the same logic in reverse. It, it, yeah. and, and like I said, we've said this a million times with blowback. Everybody who talks about how blowback isn't real justifies their actions with the exact logic of blowback. And it's the yes. same thing here where all Dave Rubin is doing is saying, well, they hate me because I'm gay. I hate I think they deserve to die because of their religion. Right. Exactly. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 there's no it, it's it, it's entirely devoid of any kind of um there's there's no principle to it it's it is the worst kind of moral nihilism yeah and and most people like as you said most americans believe very bad things uh you know uh not that that doesn't necessarily say that each person in america is a bad human being uh in a character sense but their beliefs right maybe they uh, you know for whatever reason maybe that you know they were uh you know some amount of indoctrination, some amount of they just they sure. never followed. Their conclusions well, maybe they're like Dave Rubin. And they think people deserve huh. to die because of their religious convictions. Right. Exactly. So there's a lot of people in America who have very awful, awful beliefs. And if, if that was used as a justification for another country going in and bombing American civilians, I don't think Dave Rubin would be out there defending. Oh, well, obviously, you know, they're they're bombing, you know, these people who have, you know, pretty bad beliefs. So obviously it's OK. Uh, it's just it's stupid it's It's, it's just just a weird short circuit though and it fucking works this is the thing that people still say about like Ruby Ridge the thing that people still say about Waco is that like these people believed bad things and therefore they deserved to be uh, killed shot yeah it's like I'm sorry Uh, I like if you have to agree with a human being uh, with their beliefs in order to value their right to life, then you're just a scumbag. Yeah. Truthfully. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. If you think that another human being's life does not matter because their beliefs do not align with yours, you're, I, you're not a good person. True. I, I don't think you can be. Yeah. Uh, because you're denying another person uh, their human dignity uh, and advocating or at least being okay with them being murdered because they disagree yeah. with you. Yeah. When I heard when I heard Lindsey Graham say that, I, I about blew a fucking gasket, dude. Yeah. I, I legitimately I about blew my stack. There was no fuck there's no, no, no fucking moral compass in this man at all. No. None whatsoever. Um we can continue with the clip though. Yeah, oh sorry, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, you no, it's it's a, it, it needed to be discussed. Um here we go. But no pause? 
No humanitarian pause? I don't want to take the pressure off Hamas militarily, but if Israel can find a way to help the humanitarian situation, yes, I'd like to do it. But after if Israel can find a way, I can't get over this. If Israel can find a way to help all these little kids who think that killing Jews is the is there is the number one thing, and who think that math is done with Jew bodies and shit, like, do you hear what you're saying, Lindsay? Do you, you fucking know, understand? Do what? If you think that a if you think that a, a population is suffering from some collectivist um, indoctrination to hate Jewish people, I bet it wouldn't help if like the Jewish state uh, in the region started indiscriminately bombing them. Yeah, that probably wouldn't help. The their, state, their the, the state, the state, the only state on the planet that claims to universally speak for Jews, right? Like maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that's a bad idea. Yeah, maybe that wouldn't help things. But uh, you know, under under Lindsey Graham's ar- argument, I think he's like, uh, no, that's why you have to kill them all. <laughs> I think that right. would be his next. I think that genuinely would be yes. his logical. Conclusion. That would be his that's conclusion. Why you wipe I agree. All of them out. Yeah. 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 But which is which is what makes it it's so fucking slimy and scummy yes. that whole thing where she's like well if we can find a way to get him humanitarian aid that would be wonderful and it's like wait yeah. a minute you just said you just said that these people are basically that they are uh, subhuman driven by hatred and totally yeah. irredeemable you just said that why yeah. would you even care about giving them humanitarian aid the secret I think is that he doesn't he's fucking lying he would love to see them all yeah. killed. Yes, yes, yeah. Or at the exactly. very least, he doesn't care if they are. I, I, I'm, right, I, exactly. I should be a little yeah. bit more charitable. Instead of actively wanting every, every Palestinian in Gaza to die, he just doesn't care if they do. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think the humanitarian aid uh, quip that he keeps throwing around is just an, for optics. It's just like, yeah, oh, yeah. well, you know, it, it's the least... Uh, it is the least amount of like uh charitable thing that he can say in that instance oh yeah throw you you know it's like a a buzzword it's like yeah humanitarian aid great exactly oh what 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 else do you advocate oh you you want to bomb these people you think israel has the right to just indiscriminately bomb these people in order to get involved you think it's a a, a population of people who are irredeemably radicalized yes yes but humanitarian aid, Dean. Oh. Humanitarian aid, right? Oh, well, Just that makes it all better. And it, it makes it all, yeah, it makes it okay. We're going to scribble. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, you're good, you're good. I was just uh, I, Lindsey Graham's going to go going uh, to Raytheon and he's going to go to the bombs and scribble uh, live, laugh, love on the side of the bombs. That's humanitarian <laughs> aid, you know? And then it's the last thing some little Palestinian <laughs> child sees. And I bet he feels, you know, very warm and, yeah. you know, warm hearted. It's the yeah. last thing he sees the, the big uh, bomb dropping on him says live, laugh, love. It's yes. Great. It's, it's the, it's the cartoon of the drone bombing where the person, I hear yeah. the next one's going to be sent by a woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the, here's the clip again. Militarily, but if Israel can find a way to help the humanitarian situation, yes, I'd like to do it. But after world war two, did anybody ask us these questions? You got to realize the United States yeah. dropped two atomic bombs yes. on cities in Japan uh, to end the war. I think this is total war between Israel and Hamas. Um, 
Lindsay? Oh my god. Lindsay, so he yeah. wait 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 that that means what what he just said there when he said to, that's he thinks it's total war. Yeah. He he's saying for, for people who don't know what 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 he's saying there. He's saying he thinks a nuke in Gaza would be justified. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. That's 100%. what total war means. Yes. That is absolutely yes. No 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 no. He is this is that is a a a justification for uh for genocide. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, absolutely, and unequivocally. I think it would be a very good thing <laughs> if, while Lindsey Graham was skydiving off a building, sure, he sex started a shotgun. Oh yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> well, then you know he wouldn't have to deal with the discomfort of all the wind rushing past him quickly as he approached the right. concrete. It- I'm thinking about his hair, you know, I, I, oh, you, yeah. know you don't want that to get all messy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you might as well just blow it all off at once. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Don't have to deal with it again. Never have to get a haircut again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. I, I just I, don't want him to be inconvenienced. <laughs> <laughs> be wonderful if he were to experience terminal velocity just once in his life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, this is that is um I it, yes, you're right. I totally my brain totally missed that, but you are absolutely correct. He is 100% saying that they would be justified in just nuking Gaza off the map. Yeah. And also also to his question about well did anyone uh, Oh that's about, that's know, what I was going to say. Of, yes. Yes, actually someone did gen- ask that. The Truman administration asked yes. that and they came yes. back and said no, it actually wasn't probably a good thing to do or necessary at all. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, many of his generals, even LeMay, the mass murderer, said, "Yeah, no." Yeah, did anybody like, did anybody kidding. ask the US that? Yes, the US asked no, the US yeah, that. Actually, and the determination yeah, was, actually. yeah, it was probably a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why we haven't done it again since, you fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. That's that is a that is another uh, yes, that is another point. Did did anyone ever ask us this? Yes, the entire international community <laughs> yeah. and ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Realize that the radicalized population in Gaza is uh, think I this is back total a war between Israel and Hamas. I want to protect innocent people as much as possible, but I want the world. Stop it, you fucking liar. You just said yeah. it's total war. Stop it. Yeah. Uh. To realize that the radicalized population in Gaza has been going on for over a decade. This will not be easy. When you've been taught from birth to hate the Jews and kill them all and drive them into the sea. And here's what I think. 80% of the people in Gaza support the idea from the river to the sea. That's has got, that has to change. Senator Blumenthal. Yeah. Um, it, from the river to the sea is kind of the whole Zionist project's motivating, motivating idea. Right. Yeah, and also, did they pull those fourteen-year-olds? Uh, uh, did they get the? Are, are they in that eighty percent that he's yeah. talking about? Yeah, uh, over half the population under the age of eighteen. Did they? Did they yeah. check with them? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, questionable statistic aside, uh, you don't actually get to kill people because the, you don't like their beliefs. Turns out. Oh yeah, ninety percent of the country supported George W. Bush after nine eleven. 90% right. of the country supported George W. Bush when he started the Iraq War. 
90% yeah. of the fucking country supported him. Do we all deserve to die for that? According, <laughs> according to Lindsey Graham's logic, yes. Yeah. Absolutely we do. No fucking two ways about, about it. Or, or look, look, no matter what you think about, like, land back movies, like Native American land back movies, right? Uh, there's some people who are Native American who who do believe that the land should be given back uh, to their yeah. people, right? Yeah. Should we then... Ju- are we justified in bombing the Native American population? Yeah. Uh, that is still here? Right. Uh, Lindsay, do you think that? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you go to, you go to, exactly, you get some Seminoles uh, down in Florida saying, saying yeah. from Orlando to the Keys and see uh-huh. what they have, for the, have to fucking say about it. Yeah, yeah, fucking bomb them from Orlando to the Keys. Yeah, they'll just bomb them for that. You're, yeah, not, allowed to have, you're not allowed to have a slogan, you understand. Right, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Lindsay uh, knows what this thing called Manifest Destiny was. Uh, I wonder what his opinion on that was. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be very interesting it? to learn. Yeah, it'd be it'd be very interesting to know that. Jesus Christ! Yeah, but nobody asked the U.S. those questions about their manifest destiny. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you! It's been the entirety of the history that the United States has been trying to grapple with for its entire existence. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate him. Uh, he continues, though. Blumenthal, 14 of your Democratic colleagues. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We move on to Blumenthal now. This is the Democrat. Okay, so we have a Republican mm. senator, Lindsey Graham, and a Democratic senator, Blumenthal. Now, we have a Republican and a Democrat. We know things are very fractious in American politics these days. Is oh, Blumenthal yes. going to tell Lindsey Graham what the fuck is up? Is mm. he going to tell him <laughs> that, Lindsey Graham, I'm afraid you're dead ass wrong? That this is wrong, well, what's course, happening in because- Gaza? If there's one thing Democrats hate, it's uh, killing uh, killing innocent people. <laughs> well, I, uh, you know what? Let's let him prove it. Let's see. Yeah. 80% yeah. of the people in Gaza support the idea from the river to the sea. That's has got, that has to change. The entire Zionist Senator idea Blumenthal, from the river to the sea. Senator Democratic me. colleagues said there should be a, a pause. What do you think? I agree that there should be a pause to enable more humanitarian relief, food, fuel, water to reach... The Palestinians, but also to enable release of the hostages. I've met almost every day by phone or in person, and we saw them when we were in Israel with the families of hostages. These situations are really heartbreaking. And- you know what? I, I, actually, that is a, a really good argument that there should probably be pause in the fighting if you expected the hostages back alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's a really good point. And I'm glad that he's telling Lindsey Graham what's up. I'm glad that he's sitting him mm-hmm. down and saying, you listen here, Lindsey Graham, uh-huh. you dumb motherfucker. This is, you, this is how stupid and wrong you are about everything you just I, said, you dumb bitch. I'm glad that he's about to do that. I just know it. I can feel it. I, I did want to ask also, so they don't know where the, they don't know where the hostages are. Right. right. Like they, they have no, okay. So wouldn't you uh, think actually, I just maybe... read a story. I'm sorry. On that point, I just read a story today that supposedly they're actually searching for them with drones, like U.S. drones. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm I sorry, was going to say, um, if you don't know where the hostages are, and you want to secure their release safely, it might not be the best idea to start bombing campaigns. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, through in places that they might be held. Yeah, you might uh, not want to level the joint if you don't know who's inside. Yeah. Especially if someone who's inside is someone you want out. Right. 
<laughs> but but uh, uh, I, I agree with the general statement that there should be a pause if you want to secure the hostages. Yes, uh, absolutely. That, yeah. And it's a good. It's a, actually. I'm glad Blumenthal brought it up because it actually is yeah. a really good point. Yeah. And I think that we should do a humanitarian pause to enable release of the hostages. Also, a movement of civilians from the north part of Gaza, which is really the combat zone, to the southern part through a humanitarian corridor. There are measures through a humanitarian pause that can be taken. And to Lindsey Graham, you're a dumb motherfucker, and here's let's why. Let's keep in mind. Come on. Israel's right to defend itself. We won on this trip. Oh, God damn it! You let me down, Blumenthal! (laughs) You had me in the first half, not gonna lie. (laughs) You let me down, I can uh, feel it. You were gonna tell Lindsey Graham what's up, and now this! I'm sorry, continue. (laughs) No, no, I... I, I, I don't know. I, I I didn't have many thoughts except disappointment. Not surprise, just disappointment. Um, a fucking uniparty, yeah. man. Yep. It, it's like uh, you know, no matter who, what Scott Horan's line, no matter who you vote for, you always get John McCain. Uh, That's exactly yes. right. <laughs> yes, that is exactly right. <laughs> it's like. Uh, you know, people always think how divided, you know, Republican and Democrats are. But uh, on the big issues, they're united in the worst possible ways. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's always like, you know, uh, uh, you know, any any time the Republicans and Democrats come together on an issue, uh, watch out. Yeah. If, especially if you're, in the, if you're in a country that the U.S. doesn't like, watch out. Yeah. Uh, I, was, uh, I love that he's up there, Blumenthal's. I, I, I disagree strongly with my colleague, uh, with my colleague Cinder Graham. I believe, I believe that ten percent fewer civilians should die. Right. Yes, I believe we should save a couple more civilians, and that's the that's the range of debate, right? That's the range of debate. Should yep. we kill seventy five percent or eighty percent of the civilian population? That's exactly right. A, you know that intense debate there. <laughs> <laughs> you know they've the, so far they've killed about about ninety two hundred people. Uh, I think it shouldn't go all that much farther than fifteen thousand. And Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Thanks twenty, and and this is why yeah. the Republicans are crazy. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, we can continue though, because he he's yeah. just so you know. Outside of though believing, of course, in, in Israel's right to defend itself, he he has some you know, some heartfelt things to say about it. I'm sure. A bipartisan oh. group, ten of us to express solidarity with Israel. And what we heard and saw was harrowing in the videos that were shown to us and what a minister videos of, of the War Cabinet said. You know, these people tried to run and hide. For our whole history, we've tried to run and hide. Israel was supposed to be a safe place where we didn't need to run and hide anymore. So for Israel, this is a fight, a war, about its very existence against a terrorist organization that has a single goal, destroy Israel, annihilate the Jewish people, and, That's two you know, goals. is continuing yeah. to advocate it. Just the other day, Ghazi Hamad, a senior Hamas official, said that Israel can expect a second strike, a third strike, a fourth strike, just like October 7th, 
until it is annihilated. So Israel, I think, yeah. should do a humanitarian pause, but the ultimate goal has to be kept in mind. And you're talking about Hamas. I cannot take anyone seriously who says humanitarian aid or humanitarian pause and then like, oh, but yeah, uh, Israel does have the right to keep bombing. People. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because that's what he's saying. This isn't about this isn't about some some metaphysical right that Israel has to defend itself. Israel is a nation right. state, of course. You and I don't believe it has any rights at all. But right. um, but this isn't about that because what's actually being smuggled in when he says Israel has a right to defend itself, and when 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 people Zionists say, uh, "Doesn't Israel have a right to exist?" What they're saying is, "Don't they have the right to kill Palestinians?" That's what they're saying. Don't they have the right to kill Palestinians, <laughs> yes. to steal Palestinian homes in the West Bank, to do all these yep. things that they don't? They have the right to do all that. And, this, and the answer, even if states had rights, the answer would be no. No. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just so over the, the idea of like, well, Israel's defending itself and then it's like, yeah, bombs a, a, a refugee camp with one t- with one Hamas agent inside. Uh, yeah, it's like, look, we defend. Look, Patrick, we defended ourselves <laughs> since this conflict broke out, dude. Uh, speaking of that, since this conflict broke out, the death toll in the West Bank is approaching 200 Palestinians. Mm-hmm. In the West Bank. There's no war in the West Bank. Right, right. What's happening in the West Bank is that the zealots, the zealot religious political Zionists that the Likud party and uh, Benjamin Netanyahu's government has been importing, and that Kufi, Christians United for Israel, has been, uh, has been bankrolling, are walking into villages in the West Bank and kicking the Palestinians out of their homes. By force. That's what's happening in the West Bank right now. They're using this war in Gaza as cover. And that's what they're doing. Doesn't Israel have a right to exist? Nobody has the right to do that. Doesn't doesn't the state have the right to throw me in a cage and kill me, Dean? Don't don't think you have to. It's like. The United States, like, you don't understand. The United States has to defend itself. That's why we can put the Japanese in internment camps. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like someone watching the video of Kelly Thomas being brutally murdered by the cops and they're responding, "Doesn't America have the right to exist?" <laughs> just That's exactly right. Like infuriating uh just statements. <laughs> it's, it is fucking like, it's, yes. It's like if you don't laugh, you'll cry type type thing. It really, you like, have to. Uh, you have to. Because I was uh, sitting there prepping for this episode, and I'm sitting here reading these stories and scrolling through that Al Jazeera timeline, and I'm just sitting here like, this is so fucked. Yeah. Just yeah. fucked. You have to make jokes. There's nothing else you can do. Yeah, like just if you, like the types of people who are just like. Who will see that children are being bombed uh, and just murdered widespread in Gaza? And then they can look at that and say, well, no, it's really Hamas's fault. Yeah. <laughs> because they're somewhere in the region. We don't know where, but they're somewhere there. So obviously, you know, even though the bomb was dropped by Israel, it's it's not Israel's fault. You know, they were just uh, defending themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the, the it's it's horseshit. It, it's just it's 
it is the biggest cope. Uh, it is pure copium. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the idea that, well, uh, everything we do is justified because we're the good guys. Yeah, absolutely. Israel, I think, yeah. should do a humanitarian pause, but the ultimate goal has to be kept in mind. And you're talking about Hamas. I know you're both very concerned, as are others, about it expanding beyond uh, the Gaza border <laughs> and expanding yeah. more regionally. You both very are concerned, very fucking excited. You mean bipartisan sense of the Senate resolution tomorrow about Iran, Senator Graham? What will it say? Well, it basically says if the war expands, if Hezbollah opens up a second front in the north against Israel in a substantial way to overwhelm Iron Dome, uh, then we should hit the Islamic Republic of Iran. There is no Hamas without the Ayatollah support. There's there no it Hezbollah is. Without, yep. the, without the Ayatollah support. The great Satan in the regions, <clears throat> not Israel the, or the United States, it's Iran. So Senator Blumenthal and I just got back. The great Satan in the region is not Israel or the United States. It's Iran. Lindsey Graham is standing on the bodies of dead Palestinians yes. and using them as tools in order to get in order to get a war with Iran. Not just dead Palestinians. The dead, and uh, Israelis. The dead Israelis, too. Yeah, dead Israelis and Palestinians. He is using them as a pure means to an end in order to get a war with Iran, which is what something he's wanted uh, since I can remember, since I had memory. <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's all the same it fucking is. rhetoric. It's all the same rhetoric. Uh, yeah. Minus WMD. Well, they, they do the WMD thing with Iran, but they're not doing it at this exact moment. Minus uh-huh. all that. It's the same rhetoric that was used to justify Afghanistan and Iraq. The yeah. same rhetoric. Oh, these these organizations don't exist without the support of uh, Saddam Hussein. I mean the Taliban. I mean, I mean America. Oh wait, what? <laughs> no, that's exactly right. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about an organization that doesn't exist without help? How about fucking Hamas being helped by yeah. the Likud party, being helped by Benjamin Netanyahu, being helped by the Israeli government for fucking thirty years? How about that? Yeah. Yep. Hamas, I mean, not, not quite 30 years, closer to 20, but still, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's what, this is what, this is the whole Netanyahu doctrine, is to support Hamas, to separate, uh, we, I talked about this in the last episode, to separate Gaza and the West Bank, Netanyahu has actively supported Hamas, made sure they stayed in control in Gaza, he said, we control the height of the flame, and he has, Hamas has been a strategic ally for the government of Israel for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to talk about uh, about who's helped Hamas the most? It's not the fucking Ayatollah. <coughs> it's Benjamin Netanyahu. fucking Yahoo. And gee, I wonder if more people are going to be radicalized into believing Hamas's rhetoric after their family has been uh, like bombed and murdered. That's the other thing uh, too. The healthiest government. thing you can do for Hamas is keep killing people in Gaza. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best thing you can do for him. Who was it the other day that tweeted something on the lines of like, if Israel destroyed Hamas, but they killed my family to do it, the first thing I'd be doing is starting Hamas too. Oh, right. I saw that. I don't remember who. It's such a good tweet. That, it was. Yeah. It's such a good fucking tweet. And it's hundred yeah. percent true. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, there's no, this is, this, this is the exact same. We've learned nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And also I, I do want to say that, that that's a, a great point that just reminded me of something. 
if you're a libertarian, it, you have to be good on this issue right now. Oh and yeah, it will mean nothing to me if you're good on this issue like ten no. years from. You don't. You don't get to wait. Yeah, you don't get uh, to wait. One of the bravest uh, libertarians uh, was Harry Brown when he wrote that article on nine twelve. Yeah, uh, the day after nine eleven, saying when will we ever learn, and talked about blowback and talked about like all the all things and the amount of like courage that took to like write that article at that time. Oh yeah, I, if you're a libertarian, you have to be willing to like uh, bite the bullet and yeah. think, yeah, I'm going yeah. to take the stance even if everyone hates me for it. Um, yeah, because uh, these people have lives and their lives matter. And it's not acceptable to just hand wave their uh, their life away and say, well, you know, eh, or do the thing that Ayn Rand does and say, well, they're in proximity to a bad person and doesn't doesn't is right to defend it. Right. Right. <laughs> like, well, this is the thing, like, too. No. You can't do like and this is not I promise this isn't a call out. This isn't bullshit. This isn't drama. I deeply, 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 deeply do not appreciate Jeremy Kaufman earlier today saying, what would you have Israel do? But what is Israel supposed to do? There are a number of things Israel could do right fucking now today yeah. to decrease tensions with pal with Palestinian powers in the West Bank and in Gaza. They could stop stealing people's homes and dropping bombs for yeah. one. The second thing that right. they could do is they could stop being an ethno state. You can just decide yes. to not be an ethno state. That's you don't right. have to be an apartheid state either. You could just decide to not do that. There are a number of things Israel could do if normalizing relations is the goal, if not having any more deaths is the goal. And I'm not saying that that will stop the odd car bomb from going off. What I'm saying is you're not going to have this these massive outbreaks of violence if Israel would stop trying to be a fucking ethno state. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, again... I'm not even going to discount the fact that some some of the uh, people in Gaza might be very well radicalized against Jewish pe- people. I'm not, I, like, you know, I'm not saying that that's like some. Well, look, theory. I mean, you've been in sure. a, you've been corralled yes. into a giant concentration camp for 20 years. Exactly. Yeah, that's probably longer than 20 years, but it's been flaring yeah. up uh, as long as Again. I've been alive. Yeah. Yeah, of course you're going to have some like deep seated the- hatred there. Yeah, it's not justified, obviously, to to hate a a person who's Jewish just because of that fact, but I I can understand it on a human psyche level. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. uh, So, yeah, obviously, these things, you know, it it won't stop, you know, all these things. Like, obviously, there's been a lot of uh, injustice in the past, and that, you know, manifests as, like, trauma for people, and that motivates their actions in a certain direction. But yeah. that that uh, you know, so yeah, it, it wouldn't stop everything. Uh, but but it, it would end the cycle, um, probably if they That's just the said, thing. okay, you know what, it's we're like, gonna. Yeah, it, it, that is the perfect thing. That's the exact point. It would end the fucking cycle. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what has to happen first. You yeah. can't you can't just have yes. It's gonna. It, it is one of those things that it will be unpopular for a certain set of people. And it will be, um, it will be, it's a hard thing to do. And I think impossible given the fact that the entire, uh, the entire foundational sort of, uh, myth in the same way that the United States has foundational political myths to justify its government. The, the foundational myth of the Israeli government is the, 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 the moving sort of motivation of the Zionist party or the Zionist, uh, Zionist project rather. 
And, 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 and so you have these, these sort of foundational things that make it pretty much impossible. But if the, if the question is, what could Israel do? The answers are very, very simple. The answers yeah. are incredibly simple. Right. And, and so I don't, and again, it's not a call out. It's not, it's not drama. It's not whatever. I just deeply disagree with, with even mm-hmm. asking that question as if there's no answer to it because there is an answer and right. the answers are pretty fucking simple. Stop trying yeah. to be an ethno state. Right. Easy peasy. Dust off your hands. Deal with the odd car bomb every couple of years like the UK had to do with Ireland. Eventually it'll yeah. fade, but you have to normalize relations first. Yeah, and I agree. Like the uh, like the answers are fairly simple, but even if they aren't, that is like there's a, there's always the question of like uh, what is a pragmatical step. And, uh, you know, what, like, if someone says, what are we to do? Well, in, in some sense, you know, there's pragmatic, you know, ways we could analyze, like getting from A to B or something, right? Sure. Um, but it's on a moral level, it's pretty clear what we should not do. <laughs> uh, so you can always have that as like your star, right? Is they yes. say, well, we should not kill innocent people. Um, yeah, and, oh, yeah, it's and, really and easy. Yeah. Your, and then that's first. And then you work on the pragmatic steps. I, to get uh, to A to yes, B. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, what could Israel do? Not commit murder. Let's start there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, like, like uh, it's very much like, you know, the, the argument for, like, nuking Japan is all often like, you know, well, the land invasion, which obviously did not need to happen. But even if, if we, oh, like, yeah. it was never going to happen, it was never going to be necessary. No. The Truman administration said this themselves. They said this a million times. Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the argument is that, well, it would have cost our soldiers it would cost more lives for our soldiers um and it would have just been more complex uh specifically it's like okay well just because you think something is going to be more complex that doesn't mean you get to then take the easy way out and commit an immoral action just oh the it's, other it's logistically is. difficult and that's for not me to say, not commit murder right and i want to say i'm not saying that the uh atlanta invasion would have been more but the argument about complexity versus ease of uh, getting from point A to point B is yes. kind of irrelevant morally, is my point. Yes, it um, is. Holy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's more to this. This is actually a pretty long video, but okay. it's oh, sorry. Uh, but yeah. No, but I'm happy that we're stopping it and, 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 and talking about it because yeah. it is pretty long. I wouldn't want people to just sit through fucking Lindsey Graham and Senator Blumenthal blowing each other. <laughs> uh, Israel is begging us to deter Iran. They don't want the war to ride, uh, to widen. If any of our troops are killed in Syria and Iraq by Iranian-backed militias, I think that's an expansion of the war. So the resolution puts Iran on notice that all this military force in the region will be coming after you if you expand this war by activating Hezbollah or killing an American through your proxies in Syria and Iraq. And This is another problem that I have. How many bombs, how many fucking bombs has Israel dropped in Lebanon, in Syria, in the last month, <laughs> yeah, they right. blew up the they blew up the airport in Aleppo twice. Yep. I mean, what? But what they're not expanding the war. Do? Doesn't Israel have a right to exist? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, and and Syria doesn't. Right? Doesn't right. doesn't, yeah. doesn't Syria have a right to defend itself? Me just beating some poor soul, uh, bloody. Don't I have the right to exist? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Don't, I have... Don't I have the right to defend myself? I say as I murder a family. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Jesus. 
God, this is the this is the thing that's so ridiculous about this is people are expecting these nations to sit by, and while Israel is losing, losing the war uh, on the optics, they're dropping yeah. bombs in their countries, and these countries are expected to sit by and take it. Yeah, I I also did want to say because I wanted to clarify earlier, I, and, and you've you've mentioned this in the previous episodes, but I wanted to be clear. People who are using Israel's actions as a reason to hate Jewish people can join Lindsey Graham in skydiving. Oh, yes, no, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, uh, being uh, contrary to what the neocons and Kufi and and everybody else would want you to believe, and the Christian Zionists who we still need to talk about one of these days, um, oh, despite okay, what yeah. they would want you to believe, uh, anti-Zionism is not anti-Semitism. Um, there are many anti-Zionist oh. Jews. We've talked about them on the show. Yeah. Um, this is, there is no they, they, they are not married. You can have both in a single person, but they are yeah. not the same thing. Um, neither right. is a necessary condition for They're the other. They're not mutually inclusive. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. They are not mutually inclusive concepts. You can be an anti-Zionist and not be an anti-Semite. Nobody, um, <clears throat> nobody who I respect and listen to. Uh, dislikes Jews qua Jews. Um, nobody right. who I and like and respect who, and listen to has that position. And the people who do like use that as a reason for like actual anti-Semitism, they they just they already hate Jews and they're just looking for some type of an excuse. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. The state of Israel could just not exist matter. and it wouldn't yeah, change their position. It exactly, it does not matter. Just, Actually, uh, you know what? There is there. I have a wonderful clip on the board from Scott about about this very thing. Here we go. I'm not sitting here blaming the J-O-O-S for every little thing like some people are want to do. That's not what I'm talking about. George W. Bush, Dick Cheney, and Donald Rumsfeld are not Jews. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, the, it's the, there are, I mean, hell, dude, you can disagree with the stuff the state of Israel is doing and still be a Zionist. Still think that the state yeah. of Israel should exist. Right. Like you, you're, you're free to, to have those positions, but, but, um, there is no, there, there is, there is no link. There's no, there's no necessary link between anti-Semitism and thinking that what the state of Israel is doing to Palestinians and has been doing since the 1940s is evil. <laughs> yeah. That, that's not an anti-Semitic position. It's a government that I hate. Yeah. yeah. Just like, just like this one that I live under right now. Yes, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it's just that this government claims to speak for Jews the world over. They don't, but they claim to. Right. Um, I mean, thank you for Sorry, bringing that up. No, no, no. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. That's a that's a good thing to point out. They need to hear that. They need to believe that. Senator Blumenthal, that's I mean, I know it's just a sense of the Senate, which means it's not binding, but to. Uh, have that voice from the U.S. Senate that warns Iran that the U.S. could militarily strike Iran if they expand this war. That's pretty aggressive. It's aggressive, but it's absolutely necessary. And it's not only in Israel's explicit interest. They will support this deterrence. And the key word here is deterrence. The purpose of the resolution is to deter Iran by showing we're going to be behind the president as he seeks to stop the war from widening or escalating. And here's the other point, Dana, which I think is really critical. We visited Saudi Arabia and Egypt. And believe me, 
they loathe and fear Iran and Hezbollah and Hamas and the other proxies as much as Israel. So they are in favor of deterring a wider war. I think there's bipartisan common ground here and there's consensus in the region that deterrence is critical because Iran here is the toxic, malign influence. It is financially fueling, equipping, supplying all of these proxies that have as their goal to disrupt and destabilize the region when powers like Saudi Arabia want economic prosperity. They want to normalize relations with Israel and achieve stability and peace. And there is a strong view, and I agree with it, that the reason why Hamas struck now and why Iran gave them the green light to strike now is because the talks on normalizing relations between Israel and Saudi Arabia were making progress. Now, here's the thing. That's true. Hamas did attack because of the normalization process, the Abraham Accords. Um, uh, That is why Hamas did what they did. Um, But this idea that Iran is somehow the reason Hamas exists is insane. (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking insane. Iran serves as like some monocausal boogeyman for neocons and uh, neolibs where it's like um, every middle, every problem in the Middle East stems back from them. And then they can use that as some justification to like have regime change. It's the same old tactic from the playbook every time. It really is. Uh, Every single time. All things go back to Iran. Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, pay no attention to the man named Bibi behind the curtain. Right. (laughs) Pay no fucking attention to that guy. Pay no attention to the fact that it was the United States, Israel, and the Saudis that spread fucking radical Islam through the entire goddamn region in the first place. Pay no attention to that shit either. (laughs) Pay no attention to to where the... Al-Qaeda got those United States military weapons and vehicles? Pay no attention to that. Yeah. Pay no attention to the fact that Mohammed bin Salman, the fucking head chopper, he came out and he said, uh, he came out and it was not too long ago, he came out and he uh, he did an interview, I say not too long ago, it was in the last couple of years, he did an interview where he said, uh, oh yeah, well the reason that radical Islam spread through the Middle East was because the Saudis were, uh, we, the Saudis, it's MBS, were exporting Wahhabism on behalf of the United States. Huh, how did al-Nusra get all those... uh American weapons and yeah. gear. That, that's pretty weird. Yeah, exactly. Ah. And everyone's just Very like, well, awesome. why would you trust Mohammed bin Salman? And it's like, I don't have to because there's entire books on this subject. Mohammed yeah. bin Salman probably doesn't know this personally. He probably read one of the books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's just, you're right. It's a monocausal boogeyman for everything yeah. that is so, and, and it's the exact same playbook. You know, blame them for everything, and eventually yeah. you'll be able to justify a war. Eventually. You remember when BB was at the UN, and he had that, like, uh, Wally Coyote bomb diagram that he was showing off? He's like, Iran is just close to a bomb. Fake Iranian. It was supposed to be, like, like a nuclear device or whatever, but it was a, it was, yeah. you're right, it was a Wiley Coyote Acme bomb. A black circle yes. with a fuse on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god! Uh, <laughs> fucking warmongering pieces of shit. Every single one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. There is going to be a uh, some form of a measure to approve more funding for Israel. 
the House passed something that was just focused on Israel. You both, I'm sure, would agree it's dead on arrival in the Senate, in part because it doesn't include support for Ukraine. Uh, Senator Graham, I'll start with you. The Senate, uh, will it... Hold on a second. The Senate intends to kill an aid package to Israel because it doesn't include an aid package for the Nazis in Ukraine. What, what a wonderful time we live in. <laughs> just, I just want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ultimately pass yeah. a bill that includes funding for both? Yeah, I think so. I think you'll have a bill that will have border security. We'll be insane as a country not to fix our broken border. It's just a, you know, we're living on borrowed time in terms of the border being broken and an attack on our own nation. Uh, (laughs) This shit again, too. Okay, so not only are they going to hold Israeli aid hostage for Ukrainian aid, but Lindsey Graham is going to hold aid to both hostage for uh, for border security. Hmm. That's fucking politics in the fucking United States of America, man. Yeah. Stuff yep. the bill with as much possible. You can't have a single issue bill. No way. Yep. Stuff it with as yep. much fucking pork as you possibly fucking can. Yeah. Goddamn. Ugh. Politicking, dude. Politicking, and, and one of the reasons it's particularly disgusting is that he's politicking while standing on a shitload of dead bodies, like you pointed out. Yes. Yes. Ugh. I am for Ukraine uh, support. We can't pull the plug on Ukraine. Let Putin get away with this. There goes Taiwan. If well, you do Putin, that, there goes Taiwan. Okay, hold on. Apparently, Putin has designs on Taiwan. Oh, wait, wait. He, he's it's like a bingo card. That was fire. <laughs> really? That was like whoa. It's fucking. It's fucking. Iran, Taiwan. Current day, <laughs> <laughs> day neocon bingo. Yeah. Fucking apparently, apparently, Putin has designs on Taiwan. I guess. I'm not sure how that makes sense. Because I don't think China's going to wait on Putin's go-ahead to take Mm -hmm. Southeast Asia. Yeah. I don't think China's sitting there letting Putin dictate terms to them. Mm -hmm. China's the superpower in the region, not Russia. So so why is... why, why Why would China wait on Russia to finish in Ukraine to go after Taiwan? That does that just doesn't make geopolitical sense. <laughs> right. Uh. So I think you'll see a package of border security, funding for Ukraine, funding for Israel coming out of the Senate, probably as one package. I would support that. Uh, before I let you both go, Senator Blumenthal, I have to ask about some new polling. That is a big warning sign for your fellow Democrat in the White House. The New York Times and Siena College, it shows that Donald Trump is leading in Nevada, Georgia, Arizona, and Michigan, tight races in Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. How worried are you about the president's reelection campaign? Uh, I was concerned before these polls, and I'm concerned now. These presidential races over the last couple of terms have been very tight. No one is going to have a runaway election here. It's going to take a lot of hard work, concentration, resources. And so we have our work cut out for us. But I believe that the president's record, and we've just been talking about an area where his leadership has been critical, where he's forged a bipartisan consensus in favor 
of a peaceful outcome with a... Okay, I'm going to cut it there. Um, yeah, apparently Biden's fucking uh, heaven sent fucking Christ on Earth on the Israel issue. Jeez. These people are fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> fucking retards, dude. Just yeah. unabashedly, yeah. unequivocally retarded. Yeah. I am, I am, I, the, and how quickly, dude, how quickly the conversation shifts from, um, what is at the very least an attempt at an ethnic cleansing or, or a step toward it at the very least to the early polling in the presidential race says Biden might be in trouble. It's like, (sighs) okay. Can we, okay, yeah. so we can just, uh, I mean, it, you, you can almost see it in the fucking video. It's like, okay, we can pretend to stop caring about this? Good. Right. Yeah, what, once we stop talking about the topic, it just goes away. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's uh, gone. You know. Lindsey Graham's yeah. made it very clear that he's going to hold uh, aid to Israel and aid to Ukraine hostage for the border. And, and other people are holding aid to Israel hostage for Ukraine. Oh, but I thought Ukraine he wanted and, to, But I thought he was so big on humanitarian aid. Now he has a uh, like uh, things where he's like, hmm, no, oh, no. humanitarian oh, aid here's the if thing. we don't get this. And here's the thing: this is an aid package for Israel. There's no. Oh, I know, I know, but I'm just saying Gaza. generally. I know, but I'm just saying generally. It's funny <laughs> that he's all humanitarian aid, but oh, yeah, we got not aid. unless we gotta I aid. get these things. Yeah, yeah exactly. We got to give aid wherever we can, unless I don't get my border wall. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Or else the Iranians are going to come over and bomb my Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we don't get that border wall. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorite memes of all time. <laughs> that, yeah, that woman. I watch enough Fox News to know Hamas is going to bomb my local, my podunk town's Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that's one of my favorite uh, fucking memes. Yeah. Yeah. Th- these these people are so full of shit, dude. I just I'm, I was sitting here watching these videos prepping for today, and and mm. I'm just, I'm sitting here watching them. I'm just like, this is. This is just, I am, I am, I was, I was physically and I think visibly furious after having read the stuff that I read for the show and, and, and watching these videos and stuff. I went in to get some chili from Lady Jane. She made some chili. It was very good. I went in there to get some and she like gave me a hug and she's like, it's okay. (laughs) 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 Like I'm, I was visibly upset about all this. Um, and the other thing too, Again, Jack, just, Jack, I'm sorry, continue. To, no, I was just say to make yourself happy, just remember, uh, uh, Lindsey Graham skydiving. That's yes. all you have to think yes. about. Yes. Day yes. 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 Experiencing terminal velocity. Yes. All gas, no brakes. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would just be a gift to us all. Um, but yeah, the, and, and that's. Another point that I think is is sort of important to remember about this is this, uh, and and this is something Jack pointed out, Jackalope pointed out, and that is that um, there are people who are just like, well, why do you care what Israel does? Why is it your business? Why do you care? Why is it your business? Why do you care? And this is one of the things that uh, Tim Pool on on when Tim Poole, when Scott Horton went on uh, Tim Pool with with uh, Phil. And with um, that woman from... I still need to watch that episode. I haven't seen it yet. Bro, um, okay. You're going to want to do it with a stiff drink or something. Yeah. Just sit down. I watched... 
I watched the first uh, time he was on Tim Pool's show, um, and I remember reading the comments, and I just wanted to like reach through the screen and slap people. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was oh, this one's worse, it. because there's this stupid, stupid bitch named Libby. Um, <laughs> I forget who she writes for. Uh, no, a po- uh, Post Millennial. That's, it's, that's, oh. that's, yeah, well, she writes. Okay, she's on this episode, and she will not let Scott finish a fucking thought. Oh, my God. It is so goddamn aggravating. But, that, but that's something that came up constant. Tim Pool talking about, why do I care what Israel does? Why is this something that we care about? Why does, this, why does this bother us at all? Which would be a good argument, I think, if they weren't doing it with my fucking money. Uh, yeah, but I, I also think there's a, a, a point where it's like, you know, uh, like, on one hand, yeah, you, you know, if, if a person is just like, you know, it's none of my business, I'm not concerned. I, I think that's that's fine. You know, I, I'm not I'm not the type of person where I'm going to hound people to feel like they have to get motivated like an activist would, right? Uh, sure. in, in order to like do stuff. Uh, I I do think there is I, I do take issue with like li- libertarians, I guess, or people who claim to be libertarians who seemingly don't care that innocent people are being murdered, though, and they're like, well, it's not none yeah. of my business, right? You know what I mean? That I right. find that kind of uh, well, from libertarians, especially right. But it's, and, it's and, not. It is the kind of thing. I'm not saying I'm, you. I'm not saying you were doing that. By the way, no, I no, no. Well, that, what yeah. I'm saying is, like, if they were, if 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 it was, if it was, if the situation were that Israel was doing this with their own money, their own mm-hmm. weapons, mm-hmm. Uh, right. to me, it, it, I would not. Let me put it this way: if I'm fucking paying for it, mm-hmm. and I don't have a say, it's more insulting. It's yes, it's far more insulting. Whereas yeah. I would just be agitated that Israel's doing this for other reasons right. than, than just that. You know what I mean? Like all those reasons exist right. now, but it's especially it's, it's annoying. A, because it's a type when it's kind are, yeah. of like in your name a little bit. Not yes. exactly, but exactly. It, there's a sense in which that the, the feeling is there. That's yeah. something that Lady Jane said a few times is that is that the thing that gets to her is that they do this shit in her name. Oh, as right. Yeah, I, I would. I can imagine how infuriating that must be to be like Jewish and have the state of Israel constantly appealing to Judaism uh, in, in justify trying to justify their actions. That must yes. be like, yeah, that that is incredibly insulting. Yeah, absolutely. But and, but that's the thing that I'm kind of referring to this this idea that like I I I, I could I would not feel like um, I would still I, I still I'm, I'm not gonna say that what Israel's doing is fine or whatever under any circumstances, but I, 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 I wouldn't have the same sort of uh, take. It would be different. It would come from a slightly different place if I weren't fucking paying for it. You know what I mean? Right. That's, that's, that's kind of the difference. And that's one of the things like people saying, like, what business is it of yours what Israel does within their own borders and all this other stuff? And I'm just like, well, it's, it's my business because you're using my fucking money. What business is of, yeah, and also what business Nazi. Um, hold on. Wait. Let me restart the call. Yeah, you're good. Sorry, I was gonna say uh, that's like saying to me, it's like, well, what do you care what Nazi Germany is doing in its borders? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's like, but it's but it is more insulting if it is your money. Like if it's if it, if it's, if your money is being used to being funneled to commit atrocities, it is much more insulting. That's the yeah. thing. Exactly. 
And and so if yeah. what, if what people are looking for outside of the moral sort of component, outside of having the that moral scruples, and outside of having mm-hmm. a, an issue with nation states that treat their people poorly, um, outside of having all those problems, if the question is what business is it of mine, well, return the check then. Yeah. I'm not going to stop criticizing you, but you might actually right. have an argument about it not being my business if you return the fucking check. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, I just, mm-hmm. it's so fucking aggravating, dude. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's fueling shit too. Like this is something that we were talking about. Lady Jane and I were talking about is this, like, I, I think there is probably as a result of this, a measurable rise in anti-Semitism in the United States. Yeah, and that's just uh, that's really shitty. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like that's just collectivism in the other direction, right? Oh, hundred percent. First, it's like you know, uh, if you're opposed to like the generalization of the Palestinian people being associated with Hamas, you should also be opposed to the generalization of Jewish people being associated with Israel for the same exact reason. Yes, um, for the exact same reason. A, yeah. Uh, so that that's very unfortunate and that is troublesome that's very troublesome um it is again, I, think I, think I think there's stuff going on that yeah. that are that is not really being reported on all that much but i think mm-hmm. there is yeah. a i think there's a contingent in in uh, especially in academia a contingent of anti-semites that are real anti-semites they're not anti-zionists mm-hmm. they're not they're not uh critical of the state of israel they are real legitimate anti-Semites, and I think it's being motivated. I think some of the stuff that we're seeing is being motivated by that. And I'm you, not talking about the kids. I'm talking about the professors. Right. right. Okay, right, yeah. You know what's also really interesting to see? Uh, and, and I think we're going to talk about this on some other episode, probably not this one specifically, but uh, the <laughs> weird predicament that some of the Christian uh, trads are in right now with oh, this yeah. thing. Um, because some of the, you know, the, I, when I talk about the, the trads, I'm not talking about just pe- people who are, you know, consider themselves more traditional or, and they're also Christian. I'm talking about like the online LARPers, yep. uh, the people who are like, uh, I hate my, my personality is I hate Jewish people. Yes. Um, <laughs> um yep it's very it's very interesting because like i've seen a split where some of them are like oh but you know the uh, uh those people are uh, you know the, those arabs over in palestine they're muslim which also is not entirely true a lot of them are christian no there's a there's, uh, a, there's, a, there's a, a minority but a, there's a contingent of palestinian christians who are being yeah. fucking murdered just like everybody else through this whole thing yeah yeah so it's interesting like the like the type of like mental pretzel that they have to kind of like oh, yeah. make themselves into to kind of like just to continue like uh, believing their worldview and everything like that but well, that is in the core very, of their worldview is is simplicity stupid stupid simplicity yeah. like that then right. something happens that requires a little bit of nuance and it breaks your brain right exactly yeah uh but no i i do think it's very troublesome that some people are going to use this as a reason to like uh hate jewish people which is yeah. just a logical leap like it's not there's nothing that you, you can't logically connect the two like just because just because you know the state of israel claims to like uh be like a, a jewish ethno state it doesn't mean they speak for jewish people at yeah. all well that's uh, the thing know. is it requires it's it's always funny with those kinds of things because it requires you if you're a person who is is affected by these things such that you become uh, further uh, uh, anti-Semitic or whatever it may be. It, um, it, that is that requires you, and this isn't this is the case in a lot of these type of things where where people have these stupid ideologies. 
Um, it, it requires you to believe that Israel is telling the truth when they say <laughs> they speak for Jews. Right. So if, if your position is that Israel is this terrible Jewish state and it can't be trusted and it's all the Jews, the J-O-O-S, as Scott Horton said, um, <laughs> if, if that's your position, why would you trust Israel when they say, yeah, we speak for, I'm the Lorax, I right. speak for the Jews. Um, <laughs> right. Does like, it make sense? Like, what, like if there's a, a white ethnostate or something, and they're like, "We speak for white people." It's like, uh, but but I disagree. But I guess he speaks for me, so I can't disagree, even if I disagree. Exactly. It's like what? Exactly. What are you talking about? It's obviously insane. It's obviously an insane statement that no one should believe. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's totally contrary to everything that they would purport to believe about Jews to think that Israel's telling the truth. Right. And I think a lot of those people, again, they already hate Jews and they're just trying to find some reason to like justify their hatred. Some justification. I mean, uh, yeah, and, and, and not that the justification is actually reasonable or logical, but they're just trying to find anything that they can like tie into their worldview to try to but try also, to seem like they're making a rational. It's view. also a lot like the Kanye West thing, too. You think about the Kanye West thing and it's like you have a content, you have a person there who thinks that the Jews control the entertainment industry and the banks. Mm-hmm. And so because he goes out and says that publicly, you fire him from all of his entertainment jobs and you, and you close down his bank accounts. Right. The Streisand effect kind of where it's like now there's more. Yeah. But it's like, how does that not further entrench that position? Right. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I were walking around saying the Irish control the banks and this must be stopped. And then my bank accounts got closed down as a result. I'm sitting here thinking I was fucking right about the Irish the whole time. Right. It's it's kind of it, it's a it's very similar to blowback in a like a uh, more domestic. Uh, that is exactly thing. right. Not, it's not the tranquil, same. But it's, it, it's the same logic. Yes. But. Well, it, it functions on the same sort of. It, it functions on the same physical laws as blowback. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so um, this this is going to continue. Israel is going to continue okay. to kill people. Yeah. Um. Yep. Uh, the the conversation is becoming increasingly toxic. Uh, yeah, the the amount of people who just like again, I can only speak for like online like my algorithm on Twitter, you know. Um, but the amount of people I've seen who are just like, yeah, those children, uh, you know, uh, yeah, people always say, well, it's a tragedy those children died, but it's really Hamas's fault. It's like, what are you talking? About? What do you mean? Like, what the like, hell what, do you what, mean? What are you saying? Yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> like, uh, did Hamas bomb them? No. Okay. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like, really, it is like the people who try to like talk about human shields, um, who are just like being when they what what they really mean is like he's in my proximity. <laughs> That's and what the do they mean too. by proximity? He's like, somewhere. It, he's somewhere in the city. Okay. Yeah, it, well, he's he's somewhere within the blast radius of this bomb we're dropping. I, yeah, I have bad news for everyone making this argument. Uh, there are bad people in America. I don't know if they know that, but by their very argument, that bad person who may be committing some type of wrong, uh, by your by their own reasoning, he's using you as a human shield because he is within a certain mile radius. Yeah, of you exactly uh, and therefore that means your life is forfeit so congratulations uh dumbass you the really played people, yourself there 
the number of people making those arguments where it's like it's not just those arguments in particular but but arguments mm-hmm. that if actually logically applied mean that every single one of us deserves to die like yes, like, like if, Lindsey graham yeah. talking about the school stuff like yes what what the fuck do you mean dude if an american terrorist attacked china and then China started carpet bombing the places they thought the terrorists would be in, even though it was like within c- civilian cities and things like that. Um, I don't think most Americans would be like, oh, yeah, that's justified. No, we'd be like <laughs> we'd uh, be demanding war. Yeah. Why are you China attacking civilian targets, China? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, doesn't China have the right to exist? Yeah. Doesn't as China a have the bomb right to is dropping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to say again, the keep an eye on what's going on in the West Bank. This is something mm-hmm. that's really flying under the radar, but the there's a ton of violence happening in the West Bank under the cover of this mm-hmm. war in Gaza. Um, oh, I'm sure the 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 amount of stuff it's and it truly is tragic because this is the thing that's actually happening is that people make these arguments about this issue as if as if um all of these people you know all the stolen land and whatnot as if this is stuff from thousands of years ago these people are having their houses stolen from them right now today yeah right they're actively being kicked out of their villages right now today by armed settler militias and soldiers who are funded by the way by ngos mostly religious ones jewish and christian the amount yeah. of money that Kufi sends to settlers in the West Bank, Christians United for Israel, the, the, uh, I forget whose project that is. I forget the guy's name. He's a big, big uh, megachurch guy. But the amount of, I, and I should remember his name. I don't. I just lost it. But the amount of money that is sent to these people who are actively stealing people's homes right now today. Mm-hmm. This isn't some theoretical thing that happened 100 years yeah. ago. It's happening now. It is an ethnic cleansing that is happening in the West Bank, and uh, people are dying. Uh, it's, I think it's I think it's near two hundred at this point. Palestinians. Yeah, that is that's awful because as you said, you know they're using the war as kind of cover, right? Yep. Uh, it's like it's 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 a blanket where it's like, well, we're you know there's all this going on, so they won't notice us doing this while this is going on. Uh, yeah, that is that is actually horrific, and you know also. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I would never obviously downplay the deaths, but something that people usually don't pay attention to in war is also the deaths that are second order and third order effects, like uh, yes. the destruction of infrastructure uh, and like foods, food chains, things like that, yep. water, water supply. Uh, all these things, uh, w- when they're destroyed, they cause a lot of death, uh, even if they weren't, those people weren't directly bombed. Uh, they were indirectly bombed, and that led to their death. So there's a lot of like after effects where. Um, when when this infrastructure goes out, it makes it very hard for human beings to continue living uh, in any uh, in any like um, sustainable way. So yeah. that's that's very concerning as well. Yes. Uh, I, I, did, I did want to mention, if I could, um, that you, what you said about the West Bank reminded me. I've had people talk about like how uh, when you argue that uh, you know if a Palestinian was kicked out of their home. They have a right to go back to their home. If if Palestinian was like uh, forcibly removed from their land and their home, that's theirs still legitimately, and they would have the moral right to to like reclaim it. Um, that I've had some people say, well, yeah, but all land is stolen uh, as some type of justification. Uh, I, I, 
right? So the, their argument is like, but but you know, uh, all that land that Palestinian was on, uh, maybe his ancestors hundreds of years ago stole it, and people use this as an argument to try to claim that uh, you can't really. It's you, you. They're using the argument in a way to almost say you, it's not justified to reclaim stolen land uh, because, well, your that land was also stolen by another person thousands of years ago or hundreds of years ago. But my point is um, <laughs> that we can claim that okay, we don't know who stole this land, we don't know who was the original owner, but we know that there are people living there now, and unless we can show that that land that they that that land they're on has been stolen and that someone else has a greater claim the possessor gets the right to stay in there until the yeah. until well, this is the otherwise thing. are you <laughs> is it being stolen back by the person whose it was right the individual not somebody of the same ethnicity the individual right, right. whose the individual. property yeah. it was are they the ones stealing it back because right. that is the only way at all that that argument would be relevant yeah, it's one of these where, uh, like, people try to. I I don't know if people think it's it's like a really smart argument, but it's like okay, if if we follow your conclusion to its logical example, someone can just kick you out of your home right now and say, hey, you don't have a right to come back here. Your ancestors stole this land too. So right. why you know? It's like okay, yeah, but I was just the possessor here, and you you did not show that you had a greater claim to my property, so you get out. So I, you know, I can't walk. Into, I can't walk. I can't go to Florida and walk into somebody's house with my Seminole card, my fucking yeah. Seminole roll card, and say, okay, this is my house now. My people were kicked out of this area, right. so now I'm coming back, and this is my land now. Yeah. I can't do again, that. First of all, I wasn't kicked out. I'm not stealing yeah, it back for for because I never owned it. Yeah, and I do want to clarify, like, if uh, someone can show that they do have an actual higher claim, I do think they have the right to uh, reclaim the territory. But that is contingent upon actually proving that you have the greater claim. That is not the same as just, like, waltzing into someone's home, kicking them out and saying, hey, bud, we're all on stolen land, so I'm yeah. just going to take you home. <laughs> it's like, no, that's, you don't get to do that. Yeah, it's, it's totally unjustified, and the argument is yeah. bullshit. The argument yeah, is like, absolute just, bullshit. Yeah, like if we let's assume like we like and this is I think this is accurate historically. Almost all the land historically that human beings exist on had there was probably aggression in its past that broke the legitimate t- chain of title transfer. Right? Yes, of course. absolutely. There, like uh, things have been stolen uh, back and forth, and it's very fuzzy and messy. Um, so it's it's very hard to litigate exactly who uh, like who legitimately owned what or when. So and Rothbard talks about this, too, because he, he specifically uh, mentions this um, in the case where we can't determine who legitimately had the past title. Um, the possessor wins yes. <laughs> legitimately. It's not just up for grabs at that point. Right. The possessor has the best claim until otherwise. That is the burden of proof. Yes, because he meets, you're the, Lockean, claim, because he meets the Lockean standard yes. for ownership. He, yes. He's met the proviso. Uh, he's incorporating the land into his projects. It's his. Yes. Yes. And until you can show that you have the better claim, uh, in, unless you can show that you have the better claim, 
I don't think we can legitimately say, oh, yeah, sure. You can just you can just like waltz in and take his house. Because, no, hey, absolutely not. He's on land that was previously stolen. So that means the land entirely is illegitimate. That's not entirely the case. The possessor wins until the until the uh, claimant, the person bringing the claim that they have the higher claim can prove it. Yes, uh, until the uh, actual the owner is found. And if they're yes. and if the actual owner doesn't exist anymore, then the it's chain of titles abandoned. broken anyway. Yeah, the chain of pals broken. It becomes abandoned, and then the possessor homesteads it again. That's yes. how that works. It's just it's it's so uh, it's a bad argument. It's just a bad argument. Yeah. Well, it was yeah, stolen. It's, it's on, it was it's well. It's just like the argument that there was that one. There's the video of that one Israeli settler who uh, who says, "Well, if I don't take your home, someone else will." It's like that's not a good yeah. argument. <laughs> well, well, if I if I don't murder you, that uh, a band over there is going to murder you, so I might as well do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, no, you know. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, yeah, um, there is a there is a lot of international pressure on Israel on, about this. the the West the West support for Israel is hanging on by a thread. Um, yeah, I think the world is moving on from this idea that uh, Israel is is free to do whatever it wants to do to secure its uh, to secure its uh, its 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 own uh, its its border or whatever land whatever shape they want israel to be they can do whatever they want yeah. to do to make it that shape um right I'm, I'm afraid that the world is over it uh and and people certainly are um the massive protest in washington dc they were trying to kick down the gate to the white house i mean this is it's fucking yeah. real man <laughs> yeah um so this is this is going relations are going to have to be normalized and to to answer the question of what's Israel supposed to do they're going to have to fucking make peace for real. Yeah. Because the rest of the world isn't going to be there to have their back for very much longer. Right. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. It's too unpopular. Yep. Um anyway. Um I will link like I said I will link to this uh this uh, live page from the fourth um, that has a lot of these stories in it. Um, even more stories about mm-hmm. places being bombed. Um, the French Institute in Gaza, for example. Um, yeah, uh, the French government came out and said, "What? <laughs> Why?" Um, yeah, it's a it's it's an interesting page, and it's incredibly saddening. So don't uh, don't go in and, and dive in and look at all this. It's a, it's there's a <sighs> drips and drabs you know what i mean if you look at all right. just look a little bit um i was immersed in this stuff for hours today and i've i'm in the worst mood i've ever been in <laughs> 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 you know what i mean um right yeah so yeah uh was there anything else in particular that you wanted to bring up sir uh no i think that's i think that's everything for me all right uh well, let's get to plugs then what do you have uh, you can find me on Twitter, Ace underscore Arcist. My substack is acearcist.substack.com. And you can find me on Blue Sky, which um, I've been posting more on there recently. Um, uh, acearcist.bsky.social. And I am Pacing Joska, J-O-U-S-K-A, on Twitter. And Pacing Joska on Blue Sky, Pacing Joska.bsky.social. Um, the show, show on Blue Sky, and uh, at tetcshow on Twitter. And uh, I think that's all for this week. Later, guys. Peace. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of The End Times Continue. For links and other information, come see us at TETC.show. Thank you.